0: Eleven o'clock comics, episode two hundred and thirty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was waiting to hear that.
1: See now how 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 smooth
0: is that with no one's burping it's no giggling no one's <laughs> it's always oh. a, the, the burping does not get any love it <laughs> cases, <he> just refuses <laughs> to stop this is good tradition I love it it's such an anomaly when you got a guy who's super intelligent dresses like extremely sharp and then he burps This is <laughs> raw it <laughs> kills it's the facade honest yeah. to God <laughs> how you doing? oh uh, a yeah. a just a little make the meanest last time i had this lap dog the dog one 10, 12 no way. before
1: I'm the noon. Yeah. i've been i've been living on the um well actually I'm i've no been been, at, night, night. at 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 night i um um so i got a what
0: he <laughs> living on the edge
1: i no well at night i've been I, I have i have one video on my kindle fire so i go to sleep playing that um
0: you know what i oh You're you like love, my son my my son cannot go to sleep unless he has something Renee uh, got me into that Renee a video needs, playing
1: he needs tv playing she needs something playing usually it's her how to because I, um, she loves watching I.D. and like those Black Widow fucking Hoo-hoo. programs, you know, how uh, my, my roses grow beautifully because my, my, my husband's decomposing body is in the, is, is in the rose bed. You know
0: and, what you should do? What? You should do some um, subconscious uh, twiddling. While she's, While she's you know, get whatever she's gonna watch, right? Ask her beforehand, right? And then go in and strip all the audio out after the first like ten, fifteen minutes, and say, "Let David buy paper comics." Let David, <laughs> and just keep repeating it, repeating it. And she's, she'll wake up. She say, "You know what? Why don't you go buy something today?" You should buy. You should buy some paper comics. <laughs> uh,
1: go get some paper.
0: <laughs> something big. Go get an absolute. Go okay. get. Go get
1: that. Go get that. Building stories. <laughs>
0: Uh, That's a lot of paper. That is a lot of paper. But anyway, yeah, Vinny usually uses adventure time. Falls asleep to to uh Finn and Jake every night.
1: I need I need to get me one of those DVD sets because I I'd like it on one of my devices. I I um I downloaded my ultraviolet collection to the MacBook so we'd have something to watch uh, during the storm. And my ultraviolet collection consists of Dark Knight Returns Part 1, Superman vs. the Elite, Justice League Doom, none of which I've seen yet, Uh, the Johnny Depp, Tim Burton, um, Dark Shadows, which is hysterical.
0: Is it good? It is good. It is good. Okay, because I've been holding off.
1: Well, see, Steven Wooder also has been holding off and that's because Dark Shadows is very near and dear to him. He used See, to I I have
0: English I don't have a whole lot of love for. I mean I I like it and it I think I think it was very good. Back in the day I loved it. But, you know, it's kind of like Star Wars. If you shit on it, I'm not really going to care. It's it's, you know what I mean? I yeah, whatever.
1: Okay. All right. Well, we um she wanted it because she she saw the trailers and and the one part of the trailer that she always constantly Cracked her shit up was when Karen Carpenter is on the screen and and Johnny Depp's behind the TV and he pulls the play. Reveal yourself, tiny Songs. just That cracks her up every single time. So she's like, mm-hmm. "We have to buy this." And I'm like, "So I told her it was a period piece, and you know, it's the '70s instead But I mean, we watched it. She absolutely loved it. Good. Um, everybody in it is is really really good the, the you know there's like no annoying kids and and things like that there, there is a child in there and 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 i have no problem with him in this movie so i i recommend it well that's uh, good yeah it's staff approved with a kid uh and it is another movie that is my in your travels for this evening that uh we bought because again she saw the trailer she said that looks so cool doesn't matter if it sounds corny. Doesn't matter whether they, they play it straight or as a comedy. But she's like, that looks cool. So we bought, we, we don't really buy DVDs these days because we have Netflix streaming. We have all this other crap. So we don't usually buy, you know, again, it goes back with the paper. You don't have the space for all this crap. No need to buy something that you're not going to really watch all too often. Right, so, right. so, but, but we bought this disc yesterday when, uh, we were out and about looking for gas and, uh, and and because it's walking dead up in the northeast and you have. Um, and and so we bought it and we watched it last night and and it was it was awesome.
0: And you will tell them about it towards the end of the show. Absolutely. So, you know how you get around the uh, don't have enough space for media problem. I haven't kept a CD or DVD case in about 10 years. Oh wow,
1: so you put them in in binders, I put them on, on binders
0: and, and spindles. Yeah. But see it kind of works against you if you can only have so many binders because then the binders start taking up space, right?
1: And wait, see, are are these are these 100 stack spindles or Oh yeah, but the big oh, ass, so ass ones. Gonna yeah. going to take forever for you to find your shit. Okay. But that
0: that's the point because uh and I I've gotten into the habit now. I mean, all my DVD ROMs, I have them labeled. Like, uh, on, on the outside of the spindle, I'll, I'll get a Sharpie and just put, like, you know, nice. like, like comics or something. I, you didn't hear me say that. But, um, so, but the, the music CDs, it's almost friggin' impossible to find something. Like, I wanted to listen to the Beastie Boys, the Five Burrows. I couldn't find that thing. It was in the last spindle I checked. And I have, I don't even want to tell you how many hundred DVD or CD spindles I have. I have a lot. And, uh, but that see, that's the drawback, but I'll only keep a case if it's an art object, it's yes yeah, yeah you know like if it's a real funky case or it's not not lenticular but if it's on a really nice paper and it's very nicely printed if the art's very nice yeah. I'll keep it you know but the liner anything, notes and everything if
1: it's all part yeah, of it if
0: if it, yeah. if if they 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 go the the artisan route instead of just hacking out a booklet and a, and a case if it's really nicely presented i'll keep it you know which you know these days not a whole hell of a lot i'm looking at the shelf Ooh, and there, there's yeah. not much oh. yeah so, but anyway, I think we've vamped enough. Who are you? I don't know. Hey, everybody! It's eleven o'clock comics, episode two thirty-seven. What they're calling on the forum, uh, the ghost episode, right?
1: Well, yeah, we have th- we, ha- we have uh, ghosty himself, Jason Wood, to thank for that.
0: Yes, uh, because you know, I don't think we have to tell you why we're late this week because the East Coast got smacked around by a bitch named Sandy. A uh, lot of people affected by this, um, loss of power, loss of homes, unfortunately loss of lives, and uh, we're only regaining our footing here. David just got power, like what, two hours ago? Just about, yeah, yeah. Jason yeah, is still yeah, without awesome. power. Yes. Uh, we would have recorded last night, but Chris had softball. Yes. which is, you know, respectable. So we, I, I tried to hold on to it as long as I could. I really thought we weren't going to have an episode this week, which would have broken our streak. And See, Jason, yeah, that, <laughs> that Jason wasn't me. having it. Me,
1: yo, me and Jason all week. Jason and I have been, we've been DMing, you know, every morning. How you doing? What's going on? How's everything over by you? And, and uh, you know, we knew, you know, Jason and I were both like, "Well, listen, it's Tuesday night when we were supposed to record because last week we had made the um the arrangements where Thursday we couldn't because of Christmas softball uh Wednesday we couldn't because Halloween is a pretty big holiday in in the wood household, um so we are going to record Tuesday, well, with sandy coming and and taking care of that, Jason and I couldn't record Tuesday. not sure what happened with with you and Chris Tuesday uh Wednesday." came and went we thought maybe wednesday night you know, then then you two would have um you two would have recorded and then when uh and then all day yesterday and this morning jason and i are like so did they record last night what's going on and edited yeah. so
0: uh and um you know what i did i'm so stupid i had a link ready because i wanted to segue into something be mr smooth and i closed my damn chrome now i gotta open it up again this is so professional it's 37 episodes folks i got it i got it right here okay um so so yes i got out of it relatively unscathed up in uh northeastern pennsylvania here uh i guess sandy did not follow the track that was predicted like the uh enter at an angle and then shoot north but it didn't it entered West and then did a little bump and then went up towards Canada. So, Northeastern Pennsylvania got out of it relatively unscathed. I I lost a tree that didn't fall anywhere near the house. But, um, my heart goes out to people who did lose things. In fact, one of our very own lost everything. And, um, I'm talking about Mr. J.K. Woodward. Um, he lost his home, he lost his car. Uh, everything. Sandy took everything away from them. Uh, J.K. and his wife Monica now have pretty much nothing. So uh, that black-hearted bastard, uh, who isn't really black-hearted when you think about it, Daryl Taylor on the Taylor Network. Damn it, Daryl. They're doing a fundraiser for for Daryl. Not for Daryl, for J.K. I would never participate in a fundraiser for Daryl. If you have anything that you would like to contribute to JK. Uh let's see you can buy original art over at Cadence. Um, JK's PayPal account is JKWoodward1205. That's all one chunk there. JK Woodward 1205 at gmail.com uh you know jk he does the the jk's happy hour he hangs around with daryl yeah i don't know what again what's that about, i don't know why yeah. why would you do that but um, star
1: trek the next generation and doctor who
0: yeah i was gonna yeah right he's doing that yeah, for, all for uh, I, that's okay for idw and i think the uh second collection of that is now available in previews but do what you can throw the guy a couple bucks uh buy some of his original art uh I don't know if he's doing commissions but I mean if if you want I'm uh, solicit JK for a commission he does excellent work. Um the the, the guy just needs your help. I mean this yeah. this bastard of a storm just stripped him uh, of everything. And it, you know it's sad. People were like uh oh, I don't have any power. Jeez, my 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 uh my yard got ripped up. A tree fell against my garbage can. This JK and, and Monica lost everything. Yeah. that's that's insane. Uh, to even think of. I, I can't even wrap my hand around that. And it was, and <laughs> there's
1: no, there, there's no, I mean, the people who, I, I we were watching the news. Oh, well, first of all, you're Vince B. I'm David Price. is 11 o'clock comics. We, yeah, we, 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 a mess, but that's we, okay. Uh, it, it's like bullpen bolt. We, um, all day Saturday, <laughs> they, they had closed, they made the announcement Sunday that they were closing the campus where I work Monday and Tuesday. Uh, so Monday morning, you know, pretty much throughout the day, we're watching the news and, and they're tracking everything and they expected it to make landfall around, um, eight. It ended up moving ahead of schedule, closer to five. It, it, it landed in, in the Jersey around Cape May and, and, uh, in the Delaware area. And it just, just wreaked havoc from that point forward. And as I'm driving through our neighborhoods here, mm-hmm. uh, to and from work and, and, and up north of me where I used to live. And I'm, I'm looking at, at the path that Sandy took, and there are trees that were toppled that that I never expected to fall, and then there are trees that are still standing that I would have sworn and and there was no, there's no straight line, because I can look across the street and there's five trees that are just like torn over and then on the other side of the street, everything's fine, doesn't even look like, you know, the garbage can was knocked over or anything, and it was just Sandy's a fickle bitch there's absolutely nothing I, I can't explain how you know, and and we heard the winds. We had very little rain, so I, we didn't have to worry about flooding. And, and I mean, and there was no damage to my house, to our yard, nothing. I mean, there was a, a pole that – there was a tree that fell across the street. And if it didn't fall uh, to its right and it fell forward, it would have taken down some lines and hit my car. Wow. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, so we it, – because it, it, it was lined up right with my driveway. And, and so, I mean, we – we were, I, I, I definitely consider myself, I, we're, we're very lucky. Um, I know that a lot of people who were told to evacuate did evacuate. I believe that everybody, everybody who I know who prepared for this did everything they could. We had our generator prepped. We had gas cans galore. We we, we were set. We we had no problems. We, we were fine. The, re- the refrigerator wasn't even really stocked because if the power goes out, I hate throwing out food. I hate having a fully yeah, stocked too. fridge. So we had very little food in there to begin with. Um, I knew that, you know, if we had to, I could fire up the grill outside once, once the winds and everything had died down. But about seven o'clock or so Monday night, power went out and stayed out until about seven o'clock tonight, Friday evening. And, um, That's and crazy. we, and, and it was, I know that there were, there were a lot, I was I was really, really hard on my power company all week every morning I wake up, I tweet at Facebook and I say it's and and I'm not alone i'm looking at I'm, I'm looking at the tweets from other people online and very very few people you'll get the occasional dude oh I've been a customer years for twelve years don't 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 uh don't worry about the negative press you know you've been and I'm thinking you must live right next to the president of the company's house who always has power, no problem and i I, I am not the only person who was complaining about Nice Egg who who had um who had issues with them because after after Irene last year and the October nor'easter, they had promised us oh we're going to be prepared and and you know we're going to be on top of things and I know that this was unprecedented you could not have prepared for this I, I absolutely agree with you there and I'm I'm not going to fault you for that but my issues with my power company were the lack of communication the lack of updates the 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 um just a blatant disregard for their customers and, and keeping them in the dark in more ways than one. And and it was,
0: it was nice. not, it I was like that
1: not a good, it was not a good look at all this week.
0: They'll take your money though.
1: Absolutely. Sure. And and actually one dude even tweeted, he goes, oh, I got my first piece of mail in three days and it's the electric bill too bad. You guys can't <laughs> deliver my, my electricity as well, <laughs> but, um,
0: very nice. You know,
1: nice. we, 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 uh, they 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 decided to close the school also Wednesday, so Renee and I were fine for the week. They opened yesterday, um, but it was chilly in the house when, um, Wednesday night, so I didn't feel up to going to work Thursday. So um, we you know, luckily thanks to to our friend in Yorktown, and and Yorktown is Yorktown part of it is 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 covered by my power company, and the other half. Is by Con Ed, who takes care of Westchester and New York City, and um, so Karen, she asked Con Ed, she had power. We were able to go over to her house a couple of days and 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 uh, you know wash my ass and and actually you know remember what mm-hmm. hot water felt like. Um, and my. and well and uh, well, I'm not going home with clothes on. So you know and and it was just it was it was insane. And you had people who, like I said, they. People that were supposed to evacuate, people did everything they could, but there was not, there was no way. And I'm sure, I'm sure JK and his wife did everything they were supposed to. I mean, my, my aunt, one of my aunts lives in, lives in Brooklyn. She was fine. And I know that Red Hook was pretty much underwater, uh, just mm-hmm. watching the news on, 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 uh, throughout the week. And, um, you know, so it was, it was crazy the way, the way this thing moved. And, and, and I can't, I can't say that uh, you know. At, at this point, it, it doesn't make any sense to say, "Well, you know, did they do everything they could to make sure that they'd be fine?" I'm. I don't. I, no. Maybe. Maybe J.K. and his wife did everything they could, and this still happened to them. And,
0: really, and there's nothing. I mean, you can prepare for something. Absolutely. But- Uh, water is a lot different than snow. You can move snow. Water's going to go wherever the hell it wants to go. And uh, uh, another part of this uh, JK um, benefit here, if you have clothing, extra large men's clothing, because, like I said, the guy lost everything. It says here XL, that's all I'm saying.
1: I think that's for Daryl.
0: Yes, if you have anything pink, send it to Daryl. But if if you have dude's clothing, XL men's clothing, uh, you can send it to J.K. Woodward, care of Reese Studios, R-E-I-S-S Studios, 4301, 22nd Street, Studio 206, L-I-C, comma, New York, 11101. That was a binary zip code. <laughs> 11101. So that's 4301, 22nd Street, Studio 206, L-I-C, comma, new york new york one 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 zero one there you go so uh we wish jk the best uh just thank whatever god you you believe in or even you know thank your lucky stars that nothing happened to them that's all we care about yes yeah i mean he's got more important things on his mind but i'm just glad he's okay in life yep so there you go what are you drinking there mr price
1: Ah, uh, I am drinking some gnarly head
0: Merlot. <laughs> love it. <laughs> All
1: for you, baby.
0: Yeah, I love it. Gnarly head. You must. You're not watching American Horror uh, Story, are you? Speaking well, I of could gnarly this head, this
1: week. But no, I know. It, it, there, there. Uh, the new season. What? It's Asylum or something. I, yes. I can't get into that show. I can't. Oh,
0: dude, it's awesome. No,
1: shit freaks me out. Like just. Yes, that's what it's I designed can't. to yes, do. Yes, I know. So I'm not. I'm not down with that.
0: Ah, oh, well, uh, that uh, Chloe, how do you say it, Sevagini? Sevangini? Sevangini, yeah. I tweeted, she must have like some kind of clause in her contract where she has to do a blowjob in everything she appears in. I don't know if she did
1: a blowjob in Big Love.
0: Well, I don't know, she did one in Brown Bunny. woo uh And she's handing them out like candy in American Horror Story. She's not a nun, is she? No, but I don't want to spoil anything, uh, so I will say no more. But yeah, it is freaking awesome. There's sci-fi elements to it. There's so much going on. You think, wow, there's this is just like a whole big mess of of storylines, but they're they're managing to 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 keep it all together. It's it's exciting. It's disgusting. It's raw, man. It's really raw, and I am loving it. You know me. I don't get into TV that much. It's rare when I I jump on the show and just eat it right up. That's true. Did you like first season? I didn't watch the first season, which oh, is cool. Wow. Yeah, because they say um, that the first season is its own little self-contained story. This is another yes. story yeah. using a lot of the actors from the first series. So, and you know what? I, after the after the third episode, after the first episode, I was hooked. But I, I made it through the third episode, and I'm thinking, boy, if you compare this show to Walking Dead. Uh, Walking Dead just looks like Duke compared to American Horror Story. Stop. And I'm, you No, really. You know I, I really enjoy Walking Dead. There's really no comparison. Uh, American Horror Story is like... I hate to use an overused comparison, but I will. It's like the Citizen Kane of horror. And then you have the Ed Wood of Walking Dead. I'm telling you... American Horror Story is wow. that good? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's That's really well made. Jessica Lang's in it. She's an awesome actress. You take take the best actor or actress in Walking Dead and compare them to the worst one in American Horror Story, and, and Asylum would would win out. I'm well, telling no, I'll, you.
1: I'll, I'll give you that. I mean, yeah. The, I mean, even even from the first season, you had um, uh, 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 Dylan McDermott, and, and I mean, you had and Lange was in that one also. She, I, I guess, she's the constant. Uh, out of the two seasons so far, I'm guessing, but um, but you have
0: FX and the kid, has the kid a kid that really used to be on uh, *Phil of the Future*, the one kid with the the curly hair, who's in the asylum. I forget his name. He okay. was in the first year too. But anyway,
1: um, FX does. They've had. I was a huge fan of terriers terriers it's a damn shame that that terriers only lasted the one season um
0: is that like I, a dog show
1: or? no it's actually it's it's um the, the name had absolutely nothing to do with with uh with the show it was um donald Logue from uh oh, the i like him. movie and yeah um and actually oh the end of the second season of the walking dead when they're when when um when Herschel is, is, falls off the wagon and he's at the bar, yeah. and catches up to him and those dudes walk into the bar. Um, and, and, uh, and they're like, oh, well, you know, why don't you, you know, we can just hang out with you guys and we can, you know, we can join your crew. And, and Rick's like, there's not enough room. And the guy who sits at the bar, the younger dude with the dark hair, he was the other guy in Terriers. Oh. Um, and, uh, and the, ah, oh, crap oh yeah no all right and then it was um so so those two guys were um donald loge is is a former detective and now basically if um if you need somebody found he's like a shamus if you need somebody found if you need some uh if you need somebody to be shaken down if if you need somebody to uh to get you your money back yeah he's your guy yeah and uh but it was it was a really great show really well written um loved it and and unfortunately it it um it ended after one season, and then in the last episode, um, you can kind of yeah. choose your own adventure with, with whether or not you think. And I, I, there, for a while, I think there was talk of them actually going to Netflix um, for, for Netflix original programming. But uh. I don't, I don't know what's happening with that. But they also had, uh, well, um, I adore it as does uh, Jason and Chris. But Justified,
0: heard with, that. That is that's that,
1: that. That's just fantastic on, i
0: can't believe what oops. they get away with on fx i know yeah the language is terrible in this uh nudity extreme violence it's 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 awesome you know i i always bring it back to george romero but george it, it, i mean when george was making the uh, dawn of the dead you you know he had to either release it unrated or nc-17 which would have killed it right <laughs> um some of the stuff in, in American Horror Story rivals the shit that, that George couldn't put in the movie or, or I that, that he couldn't release well, under MPAA, you know, you know uh, qualification. Times yeah,
1: definitely it's, change. I mean, you have people saying tit, you have people saying asshole, you have people not saying Not only dick. tit.
0: I mean, they yeah, they say cock. They yeah. I mean, they say shit. I mean, they everything. say shit,
1: yeah. And it's funny. Sometimes they'll say... The, they'll say bullshit and then and then i i realized that in reruns or in syndication or if the show is on at 10 a.m you're going to bleep out this shit but it it's just it it's it's strange from one week to the next i guess to keep it in that rating uh for what they can say or do but uh shield lasted a long time a lot of people love shield i, I love yeah. it in the um but no, and and Sons of Anarchy is is is, is a big one. I heard right that's now. good too. So have I. I. I haven't I haven't seen any of that. But me neither. Uh, but no, FX is is really. I mean, they and and it's it's FX and AMC are really just they they put on the shows that no one else really knows what to do with. I don't I'm I don't glad. think Mad Men or Breaking Bad would do as well, even on on. On premium cable, but definitely not on, you know, NBC or ABC. I got to tell
0: you, I'm a huge fan of Breaking Bad. Um, yes, you are. American Asylum is much more raw than Breaking Bad. I believe it. Yeah, much more. Yeah, it, you know, it, uh, a lesser person would think maybe they were going for the extremes <laughs> on on this show. And uh, yeah, they—I mean, there's a there's a jism throwing scene a la Silence wow. of the Lambs. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty raw. Love it. I love every bit of it. Okay, uh, but let's I mean, get into some comics here after you get this uh, going.
1: Yes, let's. Let's. What going?
0: I thought you were gonna say I got something.
1: No, I, I. I was just. I. I. I have. I need to have something on in the background while while I record. I can't just. Something needs to be on the TV. Oh really? Yeah, I can't. I. I can't just. Especially when 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 it's a full house and all four of us are here, and and I just not not to distract me or or, or to drown out whatever Chris is saying, but just I, <laughs> I, I you know no just no. something that you know I can something that'll jog me and, and keep me in the moment. But for whatever reason, BBC America right now is showing Conan, the Arnold Schwarzenegger Conan,
0: the first one that, or Destroyer.
1: I think it's the first one. And but the guide says it's the 2011 Conan
0: with oh. with,
1: the, with the credited cast from last year's Conan. So someone's a little screwed up. Oh no, maybe this is no, no. It's he just he just cut the shackles off, and the wolf is running towards him. So I think this is the first one.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'm going to lose some friends, but I got to say I like Destroyer better than the first movie. Oh, only because Destroyer is a piece of crap. I mean, it, it's a low budget terribly made yeah miscast movie but there's one thing about destroyer that raises it above the original for me and that's uh, Olivia Diabo oh my god okay
1: all right no mm. I can't I, I, I can't fault you for that
0: yeah I mean Will Chamberlain come on <laughs> Grace Grace <laughs> night Jones night. Yeah. really why, why don't you why don't you just Bridget put Nielsen? Clint Howard in it you know
1: <laughs> Damn. Right, comics
0: comics we got comics right
1: I think so. I think. Well, do we have, we? have. We have EOC live
0: tweet. We do. And you know what? I wanted to do one uh, from our our misplaced colleague Jason. Yes. And I'm trying. I'm trying to find it here. Let's see. Uh, it, it was a, a, an awfully negative one for uh, oh, Jason, oh. but that's okay because I have an answer for it, and I will find it here. It is. Jason asks, what? It's the one artist you feel like you should love because you respect them, but ultimately they just don't float your boat. And and one name immediately popped into my pointy little head, and that's ex mocking us Tony Harris.
1: I can see that. Okay. Yeah.
0: I I like I said everything Jason said. I respect the guy's ability. He does fantastic layouts, but for me, everything is. Too planned out, too stiff, uh, too manipulated. Like he uses a lot of photo reference, but uh, unlike some people, he doesn't allow the the trace to do the work for him. He actually draws from from life, and hey, that's what artists do—they draw from life, right? But it just Tony Harris's stuff is just way too stiff for me. I am um, uh, I I do like the Art Deco uh, sensibilities to a lot of his stuff. I just his stuff just leaves me cold. No offense to him. He's a very, very no, talented right, artist. But right, yeah. But it, he just uh, doesn't do it for me.
1: Wow. Um, I think... See, you... I'm honing in on, on on you said stiff. And I thought of... I thought of a few artists, three in particular. Hmm. But I, I find something to like about each of them. For, first one was Lieber Mayhoe, and And I... But he his work does have weight to it you it you, you can feel the um nothing is it's not there's no flat it's not like if if three people are standing next to each other but one person's in the foreground they don't all feel like they're on the same plane they they they, they, they he definitely gives you perspective and and i love his clothing i, I think you know the, the wrinkles and in trench coats and and collars and things like that, that so i i really can't say for Mayo. I thought about Alex Maleev.
0: Mm, yes, I would add him to my list as well.
1: So yeah, it's that's that's the one that's really just kind of that that's kind of just that's calling out to me. I I like his work. I I, I liked what I read in Daredevil, in Spider Woman, Agent of Sword, in um in well I I have some Moonlight issues. I haven't read them yet, but he also did. Um, oh crap. He did uh... great. Now I'm drawing a blank. Um, no, I'm thinking of the Spider Woman. I am thinking of Spider Woman. Ah, uh, yeah. It was, but it was it was a little bit different than his Daredevil stuff. But it's 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 good, and it works with Bendis. It tells the story, but it it wasn't um it wasn't singing. It it didn't it it.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, I um, Photoshop is is my bread and butter, right? And when you have an artist that, uh, when you have a writer that makes a certain geographic location a star in the book, like for Daredevil, Hell's Kitchen is very much uh, a character in, in, in the, the ongoing saga of Daredevil. And uh, Bendis, I'm sure, made a point of saying, let's focus on the buildings, let's focus on, you know, this, this fire escape, Let, let's just make the city come alive. Malieve uses way too much of the Photoshop filters. For the building and like architectural backgrounds, that just uh, it, it doesn't pull me out of the story, but it it makes me yeah I guess it does because it makes me notice the process. Whereas someone even if you just freehanded it, and it was very stylized, very uh, of the moment, even a, a, a rough hewn building has more personality to me than somebody who just passed. Uh, a photograph through maybe the Photoshop uh photocopy or stamp filter, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or find yeah. edges. It just it it just loses it for me. But yeah, Maliv is one. You're right. You're right. You know who else? And this is gonna be a surprise maybe, um while we're on the subject of Daredevil, but uh David Mack.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's he he's it's it's the same cloth. It's it's just it's it's his work is different than Malieve's.
0: Yeah, very watercolor, which I should not. love. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 somewhat looser than than Malieve. And Yes. and those. What was it? The the two issues of Daredevil and Bendis' run. Did did Mac do when, two or three? Did, I th-
1: the, the, the that Echo storyline?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were there. Those issues were chaotic, and I should love yes. them. Yes. Yeah. But there's just something about Mac's visual uh, language. It's, I don't know. I just. I, it's it's well done it's just not for me I guess.
1: And I never uh I never heard any
0: kabuki. Oh um yeah I don't know if it would click with you. Okay. Yeah, I I'm not sure and if I'm not sure I'm not going to recommend it so but no.
1: The only other one the, the third that I was thinking of um and it's 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 getting to the point where it's almost unfair because he he ends up getting picked on whenever these types of conversations come up, but um, Alex Ross.
0: Yeah. You know what? I, I have to admit, Alex Ross's relationship with Dynamite is really souring me on him. Really? Yeah, because I, I pretty much loathe everything Dynamite does these days.
1: Oh, that's true. You do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, he he's so far up Dynamite's ass. Like, uh, how many covers does he do for them a month? And that, and, and that shouldn't impact... The image, right? Nothing should impact the image. It should speak for itself. And the man is a fantastic painter, but there's a sameness to his work. Uh, I, I like the fact that he, his his color palette is wacky. I mean, he will bump up colors together that have no place being next to each other, and it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the like the Kirbyverse covers. Some of those um, things he did for uh, like Genesis were awesome but but again it's, it's, it it's there's a, and, and how could you knock a a an artist for a, having a certain sameness to their work it's the same person doing it right it should have a sameness but it just seems like there's a there's some kind of repetitive cycle going on with alex ross's stuff where it just it it, it while it may not look the same it feels the same to me so my eye just goes away from it like i've seen this before yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's a it's a well well composed, beautifully painted uh Alex Ross painting. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just move on. And and I and that may be a fault with me. It just maybe I'm just getting tired of his stuff.
1: Well, so. b- or it's yeah, I mean, you've I think I think we've we've been reading comics longer than he's been in the industry. So mm. I think I think we've seen his bag of tricks. We've seen everything he has whereas, you know, someone who's either just coming into dynamite or picking up marvels or or kingdom come for the first time or sees the covers of astro city, you know, they it maybe will strike a chord with that reader. And and so I am and so that's fine. I mean, if you want to keep it's it's like it's those you know, every artist has and I think I think even long time and and fairly new readers will 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 be able to tell us that their favorite artists have that bag of their bag of tricks george perez up the nose shot you have certain um certain faces that that burn the 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 three-quarter poses or or whenever a certain whenever a female has to look a certain way burn has 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 a way about that every artist has
0: kevin mcguire pout
1: the pout, right? Uh, yeah. Frank Miller and and just two dots for a nose. I mean, everybody, they, they all have ah, and and they're not. Yeah, leave them alone. They, uh, you know, it, I, I don't call them shortcuts, and I don't call them, you know, trademarks or 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 what. But it, it, there are things that that some artists do that are just like that. Okay, you know, that's that panel right there. You can tell who did the art for the book just just by looking right. at that one.
0: I, I would love to to proposition Alex Ross and say. Now, taking into consideration everything I said before, guy's not going to want to change up his style because his income is based upon it, right? But in, in a fantasy land where I live, I would love to to proposition Alex and say, Alex, I would love to see you do a Frank Miller. Take Take the body of work you have up to this date and forget about it. Take what you've learned from doing it that way. And I would like to see you cultivate a style totally different from from what you you're known, that, can you imagine what Al, I mean? Because Alex Ross can draw. Granted, he does draw from life. That's okay. And Frank Miller, I I would hesitate to to, to guess, but I'm I'm thinking that uh, Frank doesn't use too much reference, which is okay. It, it works. It doesn't. He did, Jack didn't use reference. Well, a lot, not a lot. Well, he's got
1: reference. that one model Ford car. From Sin City. So yeah, he
0: probably has a, a scale model. He just like twists it and, you know, you turns it around on his thing and then will draw it that way. But no, I would love to see Alex Ross just break loose. Put the brush down. Let's see you draw with a stick, you know, or, or draw with a, a, a Chinese brush. That's and, that Joe Kubrick shit. Yeah, just do it differently. Or let's see you draw with your left hand if you're right handed i want I want to see something different I want to see something. i want to be surprised by alex Ross ty it's, templeton, it's, you know it's kind of kind of the same old stuff
1: well but, right but he something. makes money on
0: it so how can right. we knock him
1: and that's but that's what I'm saying i mean we've we've seen his stuff mm-hmm. for for all these years somebody yeah you know, somebody relatively newer to the hobby may not be tired of his bag of tricks right. and and so but um ty templeton in 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 honoring joe Kubert, he uh one of his um buntoon strips he drew each panel and it was about 9 or 12 panels each panel was drawn or inked with a different tool a branch a twig a a feather it, it you know so he he just and aside from the lines it you could still see that, that, that it was Templeton's work, but uh, but but that question regarding the inks, finishes, and embellishments—that that's from GB. I, I want to make sure we give credit to.
0: Uh, well, that didn't. We weren't recording. Oh, oh no! Well, then, but we can go yeah. into it. Why don't we go into it there? Because that's one of your favorite subjects, isn't it?
1: It is. It is. And 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 sadly, <laughs> it's it, it's 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 becoming a lost favorite. Um, yeah. So GB uh, at G E E two T H A on Twitter says uh, inks finishes and embellishments. What's the difference? And Vince's answer, while we weren't recording, was
0: nothing. nothing. I, I don't think there is a difference.
1: And I I say I say there is, and my feeling is it depends on how how the inker is credited and and you know and and like Vince said there's no way to know which is why i say it depends on the credits if you have if you have finished by brett breeding then you know that that he finished what whatever bob hall was putting down on the page uh as far as it, uh, how detailed hall's pencils were um but if if uh like you said with tom palmer Embellishing Gene Colon.
0: One of the most difficult things anyone would ever want to do.
1: Yeah, you better have some stock in in some India and companies, but
0: um, and a lot of brushes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean it, it. It really does depend. I mean, you can have you'll um depending on how how hard you want to look or how how um how much of your life you want to waste. In, into looking into these oh, things making,
0: can, yeah i was i thought you were talking about the process i was saying making no art, making art is never a waste
1: no 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 i'm saying if someone like me who who would like to know the difference and 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 why you know what why are inkers so important and and what do they do and and why can't you know if if you really want to spend the time on that when i was buying and reading my comics in in the 80s and the 90s and and when you know when when pencils had anchors as you as as you start to see i i always enjoyed the different team-ups i you you knew what you were getting when terry austin inked john Byrne. so you may not know if that if all you read was uncanny x-men you may not know what John Byrne's line looks like by itself until you start buying Alpha Flight or Fantastic Four. But then if you, if, if you kind of know what Marshall Rogers is like, and then you see Terry Austin ink him on Detective Comics, then you kind of start to get a feel for what Terry Austin's, what he's actually adding right. to the work.
0: I, I think the distinction is, is extremely fine. Uh, In this uh, case, at, yes. Yeah, and again, it, it's, it's based on uh, the pencils because I mean, if
1: the pencils are just layouts but, then the inker is 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 doing a lot more than just inking the pencil work
0: right but i think the, the 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 term inking is kind of a it doesn't encapsulate the 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 whole contribution by the person behind the the pen or brush because think about it you get an inker will get a a a penciled page from an, from a, an artist right they could Trace, and I, I'm I'm using that word not in the traditional sense. Yeah, I am. But they they could trace. They they could constrain themselves to that line perfectly, and they're still changing the line they, because you could never, ever, unless you 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 run the thing through and the scan the pencils and run it through Photoshop and just darken them. If if you were a human being and you are following someone else's line, you could never ever. Be completely one hundred percent faithful to the line. It's impossible. You can't do it. So, so any kind of deviation from what the penciler lays down, that's embellishing, right? You're changing it. You're well, the very, the definition of, of of embellish is is to make uh, attractive by by by, um, by adding uh, details or features, right? That's what the definition says here. Decorative details or features. Uh, so that pushes you in a different realm if if you are like um hubert who who whose pencils were minimal because he would ink them himself right in, in a lot of cases then he didn't need tight pencils and he went in and he he embellished those basic lines he made them more decorative so how do you determine which one it is right because you, you don't know if, if I, I think that's why I say inking is kind of a misnomer because no one can faithfully reproduce the pencils 100%. You can't. It's, it's, right. it's, it's an impossibility. So there's there's some embellishing going on whether or not the, the person is actually trying because human error or, you know, um muscle tone. You're moving your brush at a different angle than the pencil was put down at, so you're getting right. a different kind of line. You know what I mean? Uh, I think it's a great question, and ultimately, you know, it, it just depends on the involvement of the anchor or the... Let's call it a finisher because finishing implies that you're you're taking a stage and completing it which is yeah, totally yeah. useless in today's age when yes. the printing the printing process does not depend on
1: and control z is your friend
0: yeah it, it doesn't depend on solid black lines back in the day when when they would get something ready for print the lines had to be dark because it was going to be shot by a stat camera to make the plate for printing and th- that's why the lines had to be black because the right. stack, the stack camera only photographed 100% black or white. It was either or. It's kind of a binary thing, right? So they, they had to use black ink and embellish the line. So the person next in the chain, the colorist would have something to, to work with, right? And, yes. and the printer would have something to print because you couldn't, it, printing was, was extremely limited. Now with, with, uh, digital printing, you don't, it's, it's not a necessity to make Uh, black holding lines on everything. It's you don't need it, but we still do it because it's a tradition. That's what people expect when they when they well, people of a certain age right expect when they open up a comic book they expect to see black holding lines and and color and that's what they're given. But it you you really don't have to be bound by that. But you know what? To your point, I'm talking a lot. I'm sorry. To your (laughs) to your point, comic books that aren't inked look wrong. It just looks unfinished to me. Absolutely, yeah. And I, like,
1: and it's not, and and obviously we've seen Ron Gardner's work, and and we know how good he is. Yeah. But when I see, you you said it was um Scar, and and I remember Weapon X, and 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 yeah, and there are times where Ron Gardner, who we love, if if it's not ain't, it just it doesn't. It, it it to me it looks like something's missing, and that's not because I don't think it's because of of my love. Of inking i just i'm i'm so used to seeing those you know it it it's part of it's part of the finishing process it it looks unfinished if it's even i mean unless unless it's the kind of story that calls for it where you know it's like a dream sequence or it's 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 some otherworldly type it, it it would really depend on the story but a standard 22 page superhero story I, I kind of expect things to look a certain way. Yeah.
0: Back in the day, when Marvel started with the graphic novels, um, I think it was, um, was it Chakins? Might have been Chakins. Uh, it could have been Marvel, could have been uh, one of the other publishers, but when, when, the, when the upscale format came around, when printing started to, to, to rise in accord with what these guys were producing printing mm-hmm. technology and and they would print fully painted graphic novels i i have to admit there was a i had a to climb the the the, the learning curve it just looked wrong to me yeah there's no black line here this is <laughs> freaky uh, you know i can't see dots why are there no dots in the color <laughs> yeah.
1: why are we changing i don't like change
0: change is scary yeah, <laughs> <keep it away. laughs> we sound uh, so freaking old when we get into this shit we really do it's bull, I bull, remember. It's, it's, I know. I and, remember and Gutenberg and his little Bible.
1: Why, <laughs> well, that's um, I'm, that's why we need Jason. You know, I mean, I you know, need I need know, the boys keeps us, you know, keeps us with, uh, keeps us grounded. Uh, Forrest, JWP mm-hmm. asks, uh, "What is the best Marvel omnibus that has not been released yet?"
0: Oh, it's easy. Well, it one of two. One uh. of two. And you're never going to get them, so don't wait by the Amazon. Uh, uh, ROM and Micronauts.
1: I like the Micronauts.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: I was going to say Alpha Flight.
0: I have my own Alpha Flight omnibus. Yeah, you do. You bet. Yeah, you do. Uh,
1: yeah, I would. I I think. Yeah, I mean that's not because I. They've you know they've done amazing Spider-Man, starting with Amazing Fantasy. They're 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 you know we're getting the Gil Kane Artist Edition spidey so i mean i can't uh out of everything from what i love from back then i and and paul smith didn't do enough Uncanny x-men issues to warrant an omnibus so
0: mm-hmm. they are good though i like paul smith's um x-men run yes yeah i you know what my burn love i even have a namor omnibus
1: that's awesome it's so, oh, it's so silly like that wh- is mine when you leave this mortal coil that is my book <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I just uh, love, I love John Byrne. Nothing wrong with that. I don't know. Hey, I read a comic. And What'd you read? And it, uh, well, it's a DC book. It just came out this Wednesday. And it's largely fantastic. And I say largely because there's one really bad aspect to it. And, uh, well, I'll get into it. it it's, it's a one shot from Vertigo, DC. It's it's called Ghosts, which is obviously an homage to the Bronze Age book of the same name, published by, uh, by DC. Nine tales to terrorize, including Neil Gaiman's Dead Boy Detectives by Litt, Buckingham, and Santos. Now, there are some awesome frickin' stories in here. Uh, Al Ewing and Rufus Daglow. Started off with the night after I took the data entry job, I was visited by my own ghost. And it's a really cool story about, obviously, a dude that was visited by his own ghost. And you get into this multiple universe uh, contingency things where if something happens, it sets off a chain of events in a different direction. And then something else happens and change. every action we make supposedly creates a multiple multiple uh, dimension uh, and it's a really cool story Rufus Deglo, if you uh, remember that name has done some awesome Tank Girl stories for uh, the fine folks at IDW uh, there's also a very cool story by Cecil Castellucci and Amy Reader yes Joe Kubert contributes a story called The Boy and the Old Man and it is it's kind of heartbreaking, really, because as Karen Berger, Berger, sorry, writes in her introduction, it is the very last thing Joe worked on Oh before he passed in, in August. They, uh, it was one of the things that were, were were on his drawing boards, waiting to be inked, uh, and um, the story. Uh, it, it's about an. It's it's really. It grabs you by the heartstrings because it's about an old man and a young boy. And it's called The Boy and the Old Man. And the old man, like an elephant, just wanders into the forest or the jungle to die. Uh, The the dialogue or the, the narration goes, The old man knew it was coming. He was ready when the tribe took him into the deep forest to die. He had the sickness. Coughing up blood, could not eat or sleep. Yes, Quetzalcoatl, God of creation, was close by and will soon take him. And he takes the kid in there, um, to, uh, you know, administer the, the potion. And, and the story's really cool, but you gotta wonder, if this is the last thing Joe was working on, did he know something we didn't? Or did he know something that, uh, he and his family know something we didn't. It's um, it's very sad, and it's just shot completely from Joe's pencils. Loose as they are, the sob can still tell a hell of a story. Mm. Yeah, yeah it, It's it, it was the one of two highlights of this book, obviously, because I I just adore Qbert. Um and and a, there's a really neat uh, twist on the end. It, it's 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 one of those passing down the knowledge to the younger generation type stories. It, it's right. a great little story, and I, I'm so glad that they included it. Uh, Neil Cleed and John McCree, uh, who's doing awesome stuff for Mars Attacks, also from IDW, uh, contribute a bowl of red, which is about Satan's chili. <laughs> it sounds okay. corny, doesn't it? It sounds corny. It's, it's about a trio of judges on a chili uh cook off and one guy comes to them and he is disfigured beyond belief burned to the point of like you would you would think that why how is this man walking around he's so badly burned and he comes to them and he says i i know the perfect bowl of chili once you taste this stuff you'll eat yourself to death and and he brings him to the place and they do a chili cook off and it's a satan's chili and (laughs) it's a really cool story uh, but and here's one of here's the other highlight. Paul Pope writes and draws uh, a story from a David Lapham script called Treasure Lost. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight pages. Now you know uh, how uh, head over heels I am for Paul Pope, right? Yes. This is. By far one of the greatest things I have ever seen from Paul Pope. Wow. It's now. Um excuse me if hyperbole if you want to, but I'm being totally honest. It's Mobius level. It is brilliant. In every in every respect it's brilliant. The the panel layout, the drawing is impeccable. Uh, the 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 costumes, the character design, uh, and you know who colored it, Laverne Kinsierski. No kidding. Yeah, I yeah, like she it. colored it. Uh, yeah. the, the the character design on top of the 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 uh, clothing design, it is by it, it is just an amazing eight pages. It's have you seen what the stuff Paul Pope did for um, Wednesday Comics? Yes, far better than that. Wow. And and, oh my God, it's a, the first page alone is, I'll be honest, it's, it's one of the best pages I've ever seen. And it's, it's, it it ain't nothing. It's just exposition, character heads, a little bit of action in the bottom, sets the scene on the top, but it is a fantastic page. Unparalleled. This kid is disgusting. uh, How good he is. Yeah. Uh, Gilbert Hernandez. Contributes a story called The Draw, the Dark Lady, which he wrote and drew. Wrote and drew. Uh, what else do we have in here? Uh, hey, look at this. Our good buddy. Uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff Johns wrote it. Well, um, Jeff Lemire drew it, though. That's what I was getting by the, the good buddy. Wrote a story, uh, drew a story called Ghost for Hire, which is excellent, as we've come to expect from Jeff Lemire. But the problem with this book... Is the Dead boy detective story? Now, consider that I paid 799 for this thing. OK? OK. Toby Litt drew it. Mark Buckingham did the layouts and basically phoned him in. Good as Mark Buckingham is, he basically phoned him in. Victor Santos did the finishes. Now, eight bucks. Dead boy detectives, eight pages. It's part one. At the end of the story, it says to be continued in the next Vertigo anthology. Doesn't tell you what the anthology is, even though you're you're going to be loath to run out and spend another eight dollars just to get part two of this. Not really all that compelling story. That is ridiculous. Yeah. To put, to put a a part one of a of a story in a in an anthology that's eight bucks on top of it, and expect somebody to you know, I'm going to keep an eye out for part two. Don't tell them where to go. Right. Not that, I mean, honestly, you're not going to want to after you read this thing. It's, it's not all that great. It's kind of hokey. Uh, you know, but really, and you're wondering why these things aren't finding a whole lot of audience these days. It's just, this is way too much commitment to demand from the reader. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really silly to to have somebody go out and 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 search for a mysterious anthology that hasn't been named yet just to get part 2 of this damn story. Whatever. I mean that really and it's and you know what? It's the second story. If the Rufus Daglo um and uh, Al Ewing story wasn't so good, it kind of would have put me in a mood to well it would have been a harder sell the rest of the book let's just put it that way but it, it, luckily it's the second story in this thing so I, I kind of like yeah whatever because I knew Paul Pope was in it so I was riding it out baby to get to the Paul Pope story um, the best dialogue in this thing has to go to a, a story called Bride which was written by Mary Choi Mary H.K. Choi sorry and uh, drawn by Phil Jimenez inks by Andy Lanning now when was the last time you heard dialogue this snappy even the throbbing of fever-filled dick meat has the decency to take on a metronomic quality that's gold jerry fever-filled dick meat i gotta use that somewhere it's a really strange story though very very strange it's unlike anything else in the book um it's about a widower who is obviously stinking rich, wants for nothing, um, and he's just wallowing in in sadness uh, over the death of his wife while snorting her cremated remains and uh, feasting upon um, her flesh. It's strange. It's a strange little story. I'm not going to say anything else about it, but uh, just read it. But for nothing else, I hope I haven't put people off Uh, on this issue because I consider it an essential purchase for, if not, not only for, but the main two reasons the Joe Kubert story, which was his last, unfortunately, and the Paul Pope thing. Oh, good God. This Paul Pope story should be required reading to anybody who wants to see uh, comic books done right. Wow. It's amazing. I I love him to death but I absolutely hate him at how good he he is. Disgustingly good. (laughs) Yeah. So that's uh, ghosts number one. Keep your eye out for that uh, unnamed anthology too. Not there you go. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) It's just that's (laughs) underhanded. It's it's Uh, it's it's dirty carpool. You don't do stuff like that. I agree. You're taking up eight pages that could have been given to someone else to tell a complete tale, in in a much better manner than that was. It's just wasted pages. Yeah. Sorry. Not, Not cool. You go, David.
1: Oh man! Well, see, I didn't do
0: well, as how much reading
1: you? as as I wanted to do yeah. this week. Um, I I did. Uh, I've been reading Marvel Comics: The Untold Story, and this is an awesome, awesome book. I I recommend it if if um, I I think I know what um three of my buddies are getting. For for Christmas,
0: nice
1: this year. Um, it is it it it's um since they all have iPads, they're all going to get digital versions. The um it's not a they problem. they uh it's just it's I like the way Sean Howe writes. I like the way he's telling this story. But I mean the first chapter and it it's it's this is not um you know it's not like oh. Here's the beginning of Marvel Comics and, and Stan and Jack gave you Fantastic Four and then, you know, and, and then Amazing Fantasy 15 with Steve. It, it, this was, this tells you Martin Goodman was child number nine of 13 children and, and, you know, and, and he rode train cars and, and, and went across country and then the lure. I mean, he, th- this, this goes into, the guy who was going to give birth to Timely, to Atlas, to Marvel, and it, it, it this goes into his life. So it's not like it's just here we are, it, it's, it's, uh, 1962, and here's the first issue after that famous golf game where, the editor at, at at the publisher of DC said to Martin Goodman, "Oh, I brought all my superheroes together in the Justice League of America. I mean, we we go way back to the to, to the Depression, and it's it's it starts back then, and and there are little little um little pieces of of trivia drop down here and there, like like this guy who wanted to um bring this magazine called Stag Party
0: mm, yep. and then
1: have it published." by by uh, Martin Goodman and, and he said no so this guy decided to go alright and, and he went and took his wares elsewhere and that magazine ends up becoming Playboy and because um, that young lad was Hugh Hefner I mean and, and there are little things here and there and I mean and, and I'm getting up to the part now where where we're being introduced to the comics code and um, and how uh, how they asked Gaines at, at the hearing if 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 that that cover that famous cover of that 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 fist clenching the blonde hair of, <laughs> of that head uh, on the head with the eyes rolled up and 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 asking Gaines if he thinks this is a cover and if this is if this is in good taste and he says well for a horror comic yes I think it is in good taste I mean they're just it's so I mean I've read
0: that some, was a Johnny Craig wasn't it or was it yes a, it was right yeah. okay
1: um, there I mean there's things here and there where. Um, know where, where that i've read either in in of tomorrow or or just or, or that you've picked up over the years there are there are things in here in the first chapter and a half so far that you know I, i've may have heard about or read about elsewhere but i mean as a whole i'm learning new things and and um you know like, like about um Burgos and Everett, when, when they came up with, with the human torch and, and Namor the Submariner and, and, and I mean, the way Hal writes is like, you know, here's Bill Everett who, you know, at, at 22 years old is already a decade into alcoholism. I mean, just, just the way he, he strings words together. It just, it, it keeps me focused on on what's going on and it's it's it nothing it, is is it's not overwritten it's not like he's not hitting you over the head with history or 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 dumbing it down or talking over your head it's just it's laid out and 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 i can as if someone is actually telling you this out loud and 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 i'm cool with this i'm enjoying the story so i, I definitely recommend this i'm not even up to you know they were we're up to the fantastic four the introduction of the fantastic four and and um and i wonder how juicy it gets i you know there are, i've heard some things where um it uh it does not um
0: it doesn't take sides in other words
1: it i know it it doesn't take sides uh but it um if uh if you if you feel a certain attachment to um, to a certain group of creators from the 90s who went and decided to f- start their own
0: company. Uh, Gee, I wonder who you can mean. Uh,
1: I think I don't want to say that they're pot shots, but I don't think they, I don't think any punches are pulled. I don't think it paints them in a favorable light. But I haven't gotten to that part yet, so I can't say for certain. I'm, this is just things that I've, I've seen
0: online. I can't um, read that shit now. I'm sorry. You
1: done? You and Tomio <laughs> can't have it? <laughs> uh so no, so I mean I am I, I just I, I'm eating this shit up. I'm
0: I'm i sounds like a great book.
1: I am all all about it. Um the uh so I, I'm reading that a little bit. And and I started rereading. I read this actually no. This is one book I, I can't say that I reread every so often. Um one of my favorite I have to qualify it. I have Batman stories. I have I have my favorite Batman stories, but then I have to say, okay, well, this is my favorite um, Alan Davis Batman story. Or this is my favorite yeah, Don Newton, or right? This is my favorite, or my only favorite, Jason Todd era Batman story. Wow! It's a four issue miniseries, and it is a uh, it's a prestige format. For a shoe miniseries, and you will know exactly what this is when I tell you the creative team: Jim Starlin, Bernie Wrightson, Bill Ray. Ah, uh, there you go. And if if you have not read Batman: The Cult, yep. I really think this would be an awesome DC animated feature. Oh hell yes! Yeah. It's it's self-contained. Everything you need to know is right in these four issues. Um, Deacon Blackfire is, and, 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 and oh, yeah. But it's, when, when, I mean, I remember buying the, and, and, and the covers, because the, the, the title, it, it was embossed. So I remember, I, I remember these, these covers. The covers were gorgeous. I, you had the, um, the, uh, the manhole cover. You had, um, I mean, I, I just love the way, that the covers looked and and Wrightson, you know, it, it, it's definitely Wrightson's artwork and and I mean it's it's Bernie Wrightson doing Batman, but it's it's Jim Starlin telling a very violent, yeah, Batman story. It's it's political. It's um. There's there's some um. There, there, it 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 it's it's classist. I mean there's 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 just you know and and there are. It it. it really doesn't pull any punches and and yes jason todd is the robin of, of this story but um in the first almost two issues you see very little robin and, <laughs> which is fine which is great um but there there are uh it's basically and and see whenever i when i when i tell you the hook when i tell people the hook vince gets mad at me Oh, why should they read it now? Because it's, but it happens in the very first issue. I, when I read it when it was coming out in the late 80s, um, and I have, I have the re-release trade paperback that came out a year or two ago, and, and, Ah. and the forward, the forward is still written by Jim Starlin, and it's dated November 1990. So, um, so even Jim Starlin's forward is, is dated in some spots because he's talking about like Tipper Gore and shit like that. So, I mean, there's things in, so, I mean, there's, it's, it's, um, it's a time capsule they're, they're, they're definitely um i mean you know when 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 batman goes into blackfire's um bedroom he he compares it to Emil DeMarco's. marcos and anybody reading that now would be like what who so i mean they <laughs> yeah, really so i mean they're they're um it's it's definitely a moment in time from 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 20 years ago but it's a um it's a story where and I thought it. It. I thought when I was reading it when it was coming out, I thought um, it, it it played out differently in my head. As I'm rereading it now, because I'm about halfway through it, I, I, I was during the day during the daytime, I read this at night. I'll read on my iPad. But um, as I'm as I'm reading this, I I thought things happened, I guess a little slower. It's it's actually a quicker pace i remember because at the end of the first issue um before the first issue and it was prestige format. So we're talking about at least at least 30 some 48 pages per, per chapters four chapters um so i you know you're you're halfway into the second issue and and um and batman we'll say is like turning the tables and and i thought it actually happened you know, later than that so so it's it's a um Things move a little quicker than I remember, but it's still, it's still a story. As as I'm reading this book, I can't, I, I can't turn the page fast enough. I I need to. It, it's still, even though I know where it's going, I I'm still along for the ride. It it is it it is. Uh, Batman, the cult, one of my favorite. I I would, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say, and and I I hate using this because it. It really doesn't make sense from time to time. But I think I think the cult is one of, is an underrated story. And I, I, I tend not to say underrated because just because you like it and other people don't, that's why people sometimes say underrated.
0: Right. You know, a couple things about that. That was, if memory serves, uh, the cult was right at the beginning of Bernie Wrightson's eye problems. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I I believe one of those issues was late. I'm I'm guessing the fourth one, uh, but you would never know by looking at it, right? That he was having problems with his eyes. The the You're the still... no, I mean, the, I... the line is not as I don't want to say it's not as detailed because it obviously is. It doesn't have that rights and um. It's not as immaculate as the line, as clean
1: or as crisp.
0: No, because I don't. I. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd use the word clean to, to no. s- describe rights in any way. Um, it, 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 look at the Batman that he drew in Swamp Thing, and compare it to that Batman. They're very different characters. The, physically, it's, it's, there's very little similarity, right? But uh, the, the intricacies of the rights and formula are not as. Um, it's the word I'm looking for. It's not as thick in that rights and formula as, say, Swamp Thing, or I mean, and he started to. You, you can see that 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 dense rights and detailing start to lessen. Like in the weird, there's not a whole hell of a lot of it in there. I mean, it's still rights, and you could the guy draws along the same lines but that real thick chunky rights and atmosphere mood setting bric-a-brac in the back of the panels the the, the shadows it, it's there but it, it seems to be um, three or four clicks away from what he used to do
1: yeah no there's there's a lot more um I mean there's there's a uh, aerial view of Gotham and it looks mm-hmm. like it's right out of Nolan's movies and it, I mean it, and we're talking about something that was done in the late 80s so um, no, Gotham's always kind of had that look, but there, are, even in the sewer, things are a little bit more. Um, the backgrounds—I don't want to say they're sparse, but they're not as as right. as as tight or as um as detailed. And and uh, and I think, and I'm maybe that's also because Bill Ray was doing the coloring, and and maybe and 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 a lot of that. I mean, there are times there are scenes where um, Batman is basically tortured the first half of, of the first issue most of the first issue and um and and his skin is bruised and he's dirty and filthy and and he's underground in the sewers of Gotham and and rays colors are just i mean ahead of its time the, the colors did, you would expect to see in some books today
0: and right, that's by who there's there's the the colors. Knowing what I, I I know now about this person's process, when you go back and look at the cult, there's a current colorist whose work very much resembles the, the style of color art in the cult. I'll give you a hint. Uh, Gabriel Hardman.
1: You think, Brett? Why is it really?
0: Yep, yep. I think I think her. It looks very similar to to uh, if, if memory she, serves. I haven't looked well, at that she, book in a while
1: maybe it's the paper Ray's coloring and obviously because of the tone and the setting of the, of the book Bill Ray's color is a lot darker, a lot muted. I, I, when I, and I, and I know that, I know that, that Gabriel Hardman is a very gritty and, and, and street level artist and, you know, mm-hmm. Betty's colors won't be so bright and shiny and, and, and when color, but I can, I, I see what you're saying. I,
0: I, I, what I'm get- I guess what I what, how I want to put it is, Betty's art. Betty's color art. There are very few solids. Like even if she lays down a a swath of blue, there'll be speckles in it okay, of, yes. of another okay. like a like a, a lighter blue or even even a contrasting color like speckles of of like a you know like a just i don't want to say an orange but like a a burnt something a, a reddish a rusty color along it that's kind of what i'm getting at like like raised colors they' there's they're they're, they're not dirty but there's there's they're speckled with stuff yes that's no there's no one one color yes absolutely
1: it's like it's 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 as if you um your marker if 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 you you put down brown and then you put you know your 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 yellow marker over it and you have some brown on on the yellow and and yeah baby yeah, they, so. I
0: hate that shit. When, whenever I, I'll be honest, whenever my kids get Rose Art for like Christmas or or some kind of holiday, I do from her for aunts. I just take them and throw them away. I cannot stand that Rose Art garbage. They're horrible. <laughs> but anyway, uh,
1: but no, I I definitely I don't know if I don't I don't think Comicsology's ever had the cult, but I mean, if as soon as they do, grab it. This is yes. this is a story, and it's it's um. You know, I don't expect them to ever do a sequel to. You're not going to get the cult strikes again back, and and I mean that there's there's just it is a it's it's a story where the unthinkable happens to Batman, and and um and I mean of it of all the people to do it, you know, it's it's not the Joker, it's not Two Face, it's not it's just it's it's the it's kind of like, I don't know. I mean, I, I want to say, like, you know, all of a sudden, here's Hush, who, you know, came out of the blue and, and, and friend, Bruce Wayne's long lost friend and, and, uh, yeah. gee, I wonder who this new bad guy could be. and it's, But I mean, it's, it's just, it is a, it's a fantastic standalone story. It is actually, Starlin himself thinks that, um, according to the forward, it's of, of, up until, I guess, that point. Of of all of his work, his best work was when he was writing Batman, and and that's that that's what he says himself. And I mean, I I thought that that. Well,
0: Captain you'd disagree, right?
1: Fantastic. right? Yeah, who am I? Um, yeah. you now what's Dreadstar? But it's it's uh
0: freaking awesome. Think, I think, <laughs> I think
1: um, if you haven't read it, if if you, and it's weird because it really, it's it's not a story that that's been reprinted. Often it's not something that oh, not know, a whole
0: hell of a lot. Right. It's
1: like I say, you know, I mean you don't when you think about oh, what's your favorite Batman story? I mean, I think people will say full circle before they'll say the cult. I, I think, you know, they'll there are just some Batman stories. Full circle where, is
0: beautiful though.
1: Oh St. Davis, dude, why not? Yeah, yeah. But it's it's uh and and uh the basis for um masculine phantasm. But you have um you, you you just know. I mean the cult is is a uh is a story that, that that is near and dear to me because it was it, it, it was a time when I remember where I was working I remember what was going on in my life when the cult was coming oh, out. And I
0: love those books, love those books.
1: Oh, so it's it's uh, I if you find it, if you see it, if you can grab it, whether and I, I believe uh, uh, it was Roland right at, at New York Comic Con last year. Did he buy the four of them? Ooh, I, because because you yeah. got mad at me because I said. What happens in it?
0: Oh yeah,
1: right. Vince Be careful when I mention the cult. He's like, he's, like, he's ready. He's ready. You're, you're pouncing. You're about ready. <laughs> Son of a bitch! you just let him find out? No, I. It's it's it's. You know, we can talk about it on the forum. We can talk about it elsewhere. But I, by the Where cult. can
0: they find our forum?
1: You can find it
0: oh At, damn it i forgot to do the dcbs thing in the beginning did i i did
1: uh, yeah because we, were, dude, we didn't even introduce ourselves bullpenbulletonspodcast.com slash forum or 11 o'clock by
0: sponsored, sponsored. Discount comic book service dcbservice.com dcbservice.com remember that because if you go there you will get comics a hell of a lot cheaper than you can anywhere else Thirty-five to seventy-five percent off. There's monthly spotlighted specials. Shipped. No, they they wrap them securely, put them in a box, very secure. Send them to your house. You don't even have to move. Dcbservice.com. I'm sorry, I forgot. It's just a weird week. Dcbservice.com. Yeah. And you know what? Back to the cult. It's one of the few bat books I kept when I did the great my comic Nice. Chapter. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason I don't know what what it is about Batman Prestige books, but I kept Gotham by Gaslight, I kept the Cult, um, let's see, the two or is it three Batman Judge Dread books? Oh wow! Yeah, I kept the the uh, Batman Manbat. Was that two or three? Whatever. Uh, But it just um, if if it was Prestige, I gave it an extra extra attention. And, I, and more often than not I would keep it like a lot of Elseworlds stuff sure yeah so there you go uh, I mean the cult is awesome obviously Dark Knight Returns but that's the book you, you mentioned you know you can remember exactly what you were doing Dark Knight Returns I, I, I remember it like it was yesterday oh
1: me too yeah yeah because it was that was um where I worked a a coworker, a friend of my father's he um because I was I was um busboy slash lobby boy at the fountainhead so every weekend hmm. i was making my minimum wage and telling people which which banquet room they had to go into for their wedding or their bar mitzvah or their lions club reunion and um one of the guys one of the waiters there he was a member of westfield comics so he would show me, me the too. order form and and i would you know i would pony up and and add my books to his order and and the dark Knight returns was part of those and and i i I think he and I were even kind of trying to figure out which which cover of which is because there were multiple covers, and I mean even even before the I think the multiple printings. So you had you had um, he and I would try to figure out you know who, which which cover we wanted, but no, yeah, I I the that's my golden age. It's it's you know the mid to late eighties. I, I I have a really good. Recollection of of what I was doing when I was, you know, I mean, I I remember where I bought Dark Lawn the Mystic. I remember where I bought <laughs> the issues of of Alpha Flight or of Mage. I mean, I yeah, I can't. I mean, there are just there are uh, just boom, I, and and yeah, some people are like that with smells or with music. With me, well, I'm, I know you're like that with music, but I mean, there are things where yeah. with comics with me, I just and, and and I mean, and it's it's funny. I mean, I can think of not only. I remember Buckle on the Mystic and McLean Avenue and buying my comics there in Yonkers. But when I hear uh, "True" by Spandau Ballet, I'm right back there in the mid '80s in Yonkers on McLean Avenue, and I'm like that with a few different songs. But no, it's it's comics are just more more back if, then than now. If today.
0: Jason was here, he'd be going, he'd be doing the chorus for for True in the huh? background. Uh, uh, yeah, I, well, but, or what he'd be
1: doing the PM Dawn version.
0: <laughs> probably. <laughs> We're gonna
1: be sampling that, so yeah. So, but no, I mean there are, um, yeah. So, like I said, the cult. Bye.
0: Yes, indeed. I have something else. I'm probably gonna get all crackly, but you know what? I don't really care. Okay. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do it anyway. Do it up. Uh, I mentioned these books. Maybe it was last episode. I think I did. Um, and it prompted me to pull my bound edition That's off off the the shelf and, and re-experience these books because I remember loving them when I initially read them and I've only read them once so I said, why not? Let's just revisit, right? It is the Strange Tales Omnibus consisting of the, uh let's see, what year? Did I say 98? Exactly, 98. The 98 incarnation of Werewolf by Night by Paul Jenkins and Leonardo Manco and it's the 1998 Incarnation of the Man-Thing, written by J.M. DeMatteis and drawn by Liam Sharp, which both were canceled around... I think Man-Thing made it to eight issues. Werewolf by Night made it to six, I believe. I'll tell you exactly, if you care. Um, six, right. Um, the Both books were published under the Strange Tales imprint. Both were canceled, and the stories were unfinished. So what they did was, they published, Marvel, published an anthology called Strange Tales, which consisted of half of the book devoted to Werewolf by Night, and the other half devoted to The Man-Thing. But The Man-Thing story was never finished uh, when the Strange Tales anthology bit the dust, and it jumped, of all places, into the 1999 Peter Parker annual. Wow. Yeah, which was also written by Dematius, mm-hmm. or Demethes, I can never get it right. Demethes. Demethes. Uh, so I'm wrong on both versions and uh drawn by uh also Liam Sharp. Mm. And uh I rounded out the anthology with I have this is a really cool issue. Nobody ever talks about this issue. Um It's Marvel Knights Double Shot, number two. Has a beautiful Glenn Fabry cover featuring the Man Thing and Nick Fury, and it was written by some dude called Grant Morrison. Yep, drawn by Manuel Gutierrez, and it consists of a Stan uh, Stan Stanley, a um, Nick Fury story. And I believe, if memory serves, I didn't read it yet, obviously, Ted McKeever, yes, does the Man-Thing story. The backup Man-Thing wow. story. Wow. Yeah, it's really cool. And, and and you know what? I was going through the, the, the quarter bins, and I found, I said, man, that would be a really neat book to flesh out this this anthology, which ends with the Marvel Max um, Howard the Duck by Steve Gerber and Phil Winslade. So I, I, that's what I finished it out with. But anyway, so I reread both Werewolf by Night and Man-Thing. And they're even better than I remember they were. Um, Jenkins, now how do you screw up Jack Russell's life even more? The dude is cursed with lycanthropy. He turns into a wolf. He's got that awesome name. <laughs> Isn't that funny, Jack Russell? I can't I always snicker. <laughs> you dude, you're named after a dog. All right. Um it doesn't even get old. Uh so like so the guy's cursed with lycanthropy, turns into a wolf, uh, every full moon, which is painful and invasive enough. How do you make his life even more hellish? Well, you drag him into the gutter by having him see at this point. Jack can voluntarily transform into the the werewolf. Whenever he wants to, bang. But he can't help it during the full moon. He has to transform. And when he does, he is beset by the most horrifying visions of hell. A demon taunts his ass whenever the f- he he transforms during the full moon. And he just can't take it. I mean, he, he's plagued by these frickin' horrifying visions. And what he does is he jumps into the bottle. Drinks himself into a stupor. And um, he's basically, uh, at the time of this story, he's a street person. Scraggy. He He has a girlfriend, Roxette, of course. Uh but I mean he's not doing anything, he's just wasting away on the streets. He he has a friend, uh a pastor, named um Vincent Adobe, who he, he sometimes consults for, for information. But I mean the guy's in rough shape, really bad. And um Manko's art, Jesus. Uh, you, you know, I have such a soft spot for the you know, the Warren magazines and the Skywalled books manco's art uh would not be um a sore thumb if it ever appeared in those books it is you're familiar with Manko, right mm-hmm. very dark appropriately so because we're talking about you know uh, a werewolf who obviously does his things at night right so a lot of the, um, the storyline takes place in the dark, but hellish visions by Manko. I mean, Jack is, he, he's having a hard time keeping it together. I mean, he's, he imagines himself ripping apart his girlfriend and there's a great panel by Manko with, with Roxette just ripped to shreds. I mean, her chest looks, looks like red tapioca pudding. It is just disgusting. And Jack's hunched over her in heavy wolf form not just a wolf man you know in american werewolf how the wolf took a very lupine form and was still somewhat mannish but there was a point in the movie where he became more wolf-like than man like huge upper upper half very muscular with like the the pointed um the ears it's it's just nasty i mean and her her lifeblood is just flowing from his mouth. He ripped her to shreds, and he's like, "Ooh, wait a minute, I got, I got to get out of here." So, um, it's basically a life, uh, life quest for Jack. Like he goes on a road trip just to find out, reconnect with his friends, and find out what the hell he is, who, who, who he's, you know, who is Jack Russell. But in the in the meantime, he's trying to get this friggin' demon bullshit off his back, and he finds out that there's actually a cult for this demon that controls lycanthropy. I mean, there's, there's actually a demon in hell who uh, presides over the, the werewolf curse. And uh, in order to, to uh, get rid of this curse, Jack, it's kind of video game-esque in a sense. Jack has to find three pieces of a weapon. There's a dagger and two other pieces, and he has to collect them all. And uh, that aspect of the story is kind of weak. I mean, it just kind of stretches out things you know what i mean uh, but um once he confronts the demon in, in a, a circus sideshow uh no less he goes there's this mysterious dude that keeps popping up and uh giving jack clues um and and he leads him into this fun house like uh the, the kind on the track where you enter the car and it takes you you know you know the old um sideshow rides uh and 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 he when he, he goes in but he doesn't come out. And and inside this sideshow ride he he encounters the demon. And uh actually in hell. So Jack uh well, let's just say he, he perseveres, right? And then the book takes a totally different tone. It a- it goes in another direction. There's there's uh street people being murdered and and, and it's uh very close to what Jack would do, right? If he ever lost control, and and he's trying to find out what's going on. But really good series. I mean, Manko's art is just incredible. The the especially once the uh, the book descends into hell. Wow, he's it, he's just like unleashed. Very, very painfully, very dark, disturbing. I mean, rendered out the wahoo. There, there's bones and skulls and the, the damned everywhere. And for the demon, he just couldn't be satisfied to draw your typical demon, right? Big, big pointy-eared, fanged, red guy with, with a, you know, maybe a, a trident or something. You know, your typical batwing demon. No. Manko's demon is made up of like wolf parts. And skeletons and entrails and viscera and intestines. It's really gross. I mean, picture, it's, it's very much along the lines that of something Steve Bassett would do without, but not so gesturally, like very, very well drawn, uh, it, very detailed. It's very disturbing. And, um, I, I have to wonder how many toothbrushes Manco uh, expired making this because there is a lot of ink splatter everywhere. It's just beautiful. Really dense stuff. Actually, it's it's a great book, and I'm really surprised that that they haven't at least like collected it once back in the day. I don't think this has ever been collected. I haven't done much research, but nothing lends me to believe that it has. You've you never read this? It yeah, it's no, great. Uh it remember when um marvel took jim shooter's mandate to the extreme and every cover had the tipped in um like the cover would fold out and he had a recap on the inside of the front cover every one of these issues is like that it i mean single issues it's great but when you bind them kind of a pain in the ass to read (laughs) (laughs) you know you got to make sure that it's folded in real nice and um so yeah if, if you find any of these issues or or luckily if you can find the whole run grab them uh and the man thing issue uh run is really cool because and you wouldn't think this would be a, a launching point for the man thing but it is it plays off of the heroes uh reborn slash return thing that was going on at marvel when 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 uh, cap and and thor and the fantastic four and all uh, you know the mainstays came back from um franklin's was it it was frank right the,
1: yeah, well, it was Franklin and Onslaught. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Right, the little pocket universe. When yep. they came back, the very act of them returning to to our universe, our dimension, I guess you could say, created havoc in the multiverse. Just, I mean, it, it's not looking good. Thing, It, it weakened the multiverse just because they, they went against the rules and they came back. And who is the guardian of the nexus of all realities? The man thing. Yes. So he notices, he's like, and, and, and I, I love the way Jenkins wrote this. He's like, uh, basically, we have a creature who feels nothing, has no emotion, basically is, uh, the, uh, muck monster equivalent of a fly. He just exists. He doesn't know why he exists, but he doesn't even know he's alive. He, he just is. And, and he does things on instinct. Um, and, there's one page where the man thing is in the swamp, and you, the eyes light up, and he's like, he knows, he notices that there's something wrong with the multiverse, and for for a creature that has basically no feelings to snap out of it and notice something, that's big doings. So he leaves the swamp, and who does he eventually encounter? This is the the where the series gets really cool. Ellen Brandt. You know who Ellen Brandt is? I oh shit. Ellen Brandt was Ted Salas' wife. She is the, wow. conniving, the, the conniving bitch that sold him over to AIM to take yes. the Super Soldier Serum. <laughs> and that's what, that's what led him to inject himself with the only remaining example of the, the, the serum. Car goes off the embankment, into the swamp. The rest is history, right? And if you remember that issue of uh, Strange Tales. Not Strange Tales. Why did I say Strange Tales. Uh Savage Tales. Uh the is the story ended with the man thing searing her face. or well, one half of her face because whatever knows fear burns yep. at the man thing's touch, right? So uh, that's where the story ended back in the day. She was she was badly burned. Uh there was another chapter, we won't talk about that, because there's no it has no on this.
1: Now you get getting crackling.
0: Oh. Take it away, because I, I just gotta finish this. Go ahead.
1: Um well I'll uh the fourth issue, I started reading it. I, I don't want to give the fourth issue away, um, but I mentioned it a couple months ago, and and I'm finishing it now. Space Punisher, uh, it is it, it, it uh, it's still written by Frank Theory. The fourth issue has come out, um, so the series ha- has wrapped up. Art by um, Mark Texiera, and it is it is um it is just crazy. Where else are you going? to see in space Red Skull's army of clones of Hitler. When 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 Red Skull has Frank Hassel brought to him, he 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 tells his Hitlers to bring him to me. And it is just and and they all come in and they're a little, you know, Brown suits all. step stepping behind Frank Castle, bringing them to, bringing him to, to the Red Skull. But you have, um, you have Frank Castle interrogating Doctor Octopus by, um, attaching him to the front of his spaceship, and and because of, um, Doctor Octopus not needing to breathe air since since he's 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 an alien who I guess lives underwater, um, he uh, he was screaming for help due to the rigors of space according to, to the little robot Chip who kinda looks like Twiggy from from Buck Rogers in the twenty fifth century from the 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 great Joe Gerard and uh, Aaron Gray T V show. Um but you you have you have Chip who's explain who basically is um the robot embodiment of um of Frank Hessel's dead child son. And uh and no daughter, though. I mean you have his wife Marie in flashbacks and, and his boy, but no daughter. Um And there's a nice little throwback to the Tim Bradstreet covers of, uh, the, the, the Marvel Knights and Marvel Max, uh, the Punisher series with, with that scar. Um, but it it was, it is just, it is nuts. And it is, it's, it's, um, I mean, the fourth issue recap page says he faced down the Hulk. Oh, the best part of the third issue, um, Hitler clones aside is, um avengers butler jarvis kicking the shit out of frank castle
0: no way
1: frank castle we find out who really is um who the omnipotent space gods are that are that that are basically the um the the head of of the six-figured six-fingered hand um and and in order to fight them frank castle needs a uh the ultimate weapon and he goes to um uh the um he 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 goes to basically the avengers planet and and on the planet is is like galactus's helmet and and uh the cosmic cube and all these tony stark iron man armors and masters of evil and and i mean all these things are on display and and um and so Frank Castle is there because he's looking for this ultimate weapon and, uh, there's no security. So, so the Punisher and, and Chip just basically walk into the room and they're like, all right, well, let's go what we came for. And Jarvis is standing behind Punisher and he says, well, excuse me, sir. He says, you know, I, I can't let you do that. And, and so the Punisher sticks his arm out. And Jarvis grabs it and flips him over, and and so so Punisher's like, well, I guess I got to hand my man card in. When this is done, I just got beat up by a butler, and and he's he's getting he is literally getting the crap beat out of him through well, literally he's getting this shit knocked out of him through by Jarvis, and um and Frank basically cheats in order to win the fight, but he um it, it it's it's a great few pages or a few panels of of just seeing Jarvis frank castle down but it's um it is nuts it's it's crazy it it's a story that makes absolutely no sense because it's like why space punisher but it's it's if you there are little things throughout each issue where um you know i mean you have a lot of the characters are just, just show up just so that they can die just, just so that they can they can get beat up or eaten or, or or run over or shot in the head and and it's it is a it is a fun crazy distraction it is it it's it's its own little thing you know you're not you're not reading this and and thinking you know captain universe is going to save the day or you're not reading this and you know it, this this kind of this, this doesn't exist in the same world as as uncanny x-force But it, it works the same way Uncanny X-Force does. It is just, it, it's crazy. And it's, I, I'm digging the hell out of it. It, It's, um, it was, it was quite a surprise. I had no idea what to expect. I didn't, you know, I, when I, when I first saw the covers, I didn't, I had, I wasn't even thinking or cared if it had anything to do with, you know, what Garth did or what anybody else has done with Punisher. I, I didn't it, I didn't care if it was the same character, if this is something completely different and it obviously it is, but it's just it's it's batshit insane. And I I think I think if you're a Punisher fan, you'll get a kick out of this if you like it, you know what if if you like Future Imperfect and 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 a two-page spread where you walk into Rick Jones's room and you have all the trophies and all the 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 helmets and and paraphernalia from all the different Marvel heroes and villains, you'll get a kick out of this because there, there are little things in here, whether they're characters or they're things that are said or shown in the background, you'll get a kick out of this.
0: Oh, I love the one cover where Which, uh, the Punisher is, is holding the planet and he's got, he's got the gun to buy his, his buy the, yes. the old, It's a riff on the old National Lampoon. Yes. Buy, this, buy this magazine we'll shoot this dog. Oh, yep. He's holding the planet and he's yep. buy this comic or I'll shoot this planet.
1: <laughs> it's it's, it's know, funny. It's 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 funky. I, I I I think it's neat. I enjoyed
0: it. I plan on reading that when it's yeah, collected. You'll
1: like it. Yeah.
0: Where was I? Oh. Nexus of uh, the the multiverse is in turmoil. Thanks to the heroes coming back. Swamp Thing or Man Thing leaves the swamp, enters Citrusville, encounters Ellen Brandt. She's visited by Doctor Strange. Now come on, the multiverse is in toil. Who's gonna know? Is in turmoil. Who's gonna know? Doctor Strange, uh, he's tell basically tells her, "You got to fix things. You got you got to make right with the uh, this thing." And and it is a, a story of cosmic proportion. Uh Jenkins brings Devil Slayer into it. Uh, from from defenders uh, uh-huh. like the the Blue Oyster cult inspired issues of defenders that that <laughs> David Anthony Kraft <laughs> wrote yeah Devil Slayers in here uh and come on appropriately enough um there's a a villain a real icky villain called Mr. Terminus um Doc, I said Doctor Strange Silver Surfer shows up Namor plays a big part in this um who else I'm going through the whole damn thing It's just... It is amazing. Um, The artwork by uh, Liam Sharp... Some of the pages have 20 panels? 25 panels? Wow. It's super dense. I mean, there are some beautifully uh, crafted single-page images, but they're few and far between. There is a lot of text in this series. There's a lot of dialogue... A lot of panels and it is drawn impeccably well by Liam Sharp. I mean, I love Liam Sharp. He's just, he's, you know me. Uh, the guy's great. Uh, and he worked on Spawn at one time. Um, so <laughs> it, it, I had so much fun reading this, but I, got, I to, to encapsulate this story in, in 20 minutes. It, I, I can't do it justice. It's deep. It's cosmic. It affects pretty much all of the Marvel universe and the man things at the center of it. So uh, Howard's in it too, briefly. Uh, so you 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 really need to read it. I mean, it, uh, come on, it's Man Thing. I I I'm always going to recommend a Man Thing book, but just as one of those series that that just blew under the radar uh, from Marvel that I don't think a hell of a lot of people re- read. Obviously, because it didn't last that long. Uh, bounced around in 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 uh, formats until it found a, a home in a quickly published uh, anthology. I think the anthology only lasted eight issues. So basically the runs of of Werewolf by Night and Man-Thing lasted 16 issues or less around there. But it's really good stuff. If you're a Vertigo fan, you'll be right at home with these stories. Wow. Yes, yes. And they pushed the printing process to the limits too extremely detailed art overprinting with with you know um not not to the point where they use the fifth ink, but really eye searing color effects it, it's it's just great stuff and they're mature readers titles too i mean there's no like explicit sexuality in it but they don't pull any punches if somebody's going to get ripped apart yeah there i mean you're going to see it it's 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 gruesome, really. Uh, one of the issues. What what issue number is this? I'm gonna, I'm gonna shut up soon. Um, Stop. The uh, actually, it's the first I- issue of the the anthology, uh, the combination anthology. They do airbrushed backgrounds. Wow! Really nice, really nice. I mean, sh- Sharp just goes crazy with the color. So well worth your time and attention. There you go. Say a prayer for Mr. Steve Gerber. While you're at it, yeah. Nice. Let's see where we're at on the old clock on the wall. Wow, we've been almost at this for two hours. Wow. Look at that; it flew by. It's like the old bullpen dance. It
1: really did fly by. Yeah. Well, speaking of bullpen bulletins, Ben T. has a question. Oh, nice. Thoughts on All-Star Batman and Robin? In parentheses, I love it.
0: I like it too. It's, it's wacky. Yeah. I like it. I like, I like the, the, the crazy Silver Age sensibility of the story way more than the visual representation. I mean, I'm not going to shit on Jim Lee. I love the way he draws, but I wish they paired. Number one, I wish Frank drew it. But, uh, since Frank didn't, I wish they paired somebody, um, a little more in tune with the craziness of the story. You know? Uh, you, I mean, uh, parts yeah, of it, you can yeah. tell that uh, Frank was writing for Jim Lee. Uh, how many ass and cross shots are there? And like, like, let's have Black Canary just kick every panel just so we can yeah. see right in the honey spot. But I don't know. I, I, I would love to see that maybe illustrated by who? Um, quietly, of course. Um now, knowing what he can do, Burnham would have been a much better choice than Jim Lee. Uh, Mike Allred, you know? Yeah. V- visually, it's, it's, it's slick, but I'm, I'm, I'm way past slick. I don't want slick anymore.
1: Oh, well, that was definitely a comic. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Okay. Uh, Andrew Shaw, who I have to give countless thanks to for, um, I had, uh, he had, sent me a bunch of uh, Marvel codes, uh, which I downloaded while at work on the slow internet because internet was slow at work and uh, I, I downloaded a few things to read um, tonight and, and over the weekend if I had to because we weren't sure what was going on here at home. So uh, I have to thank him again. But he asks your favorite underrated Spider-Man story. For some reason, and I don't think it's underrated, but for some reason, the only thing that really pops into my head, aside from the Harry Osborn tripping out issues, which really aren't underrated, the death of Gene the Wolf.
0: Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. That
1: is one of my my favorite Spider-Man stories, because it's not an amazing it's in Peter Parker's spectacular Spider-Man. It's the death of Gene the Wolf. It's the introduction of, of it. It, it's, it brings you the Sin Eater, which of course brings you the introduction of Eddie Brock and his downfall, and and which leads it to the Venom. So I mean, it's it is one of those things where, and and I remember I remember reading, I think it was Amazing Heroes or maybe it was even Comics Journal, where they interviewed Peter David, and he even he he told you exactly. He says, "I don't understand." Why fans think we were tricking them? I told you exactly who the sin eater was, and I showed, and even, and, and in the article, in the, in the interview, they show you the panel of the person speaking that basically tells you, "I am the sin eater," and 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 <laughs> and, and it was it was just it it was it was crazy, and I'm like, okay, and it it. It were, it really is, because I, cause Gene DeWolf was a Peter Parker support, supporting character. You never saw her in Amazing. You, you never saw her anywhere but that book. And, and for, and, and, and Spider-Man is, he, of all the characters in comics, he's someone who should be used to losing supporting characters. And, and, but even, and even still, when, when someone who, you're used to seeing month in month out in 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 a book featuring uh, a hero who's lost more than his fair share. It's still like holy crap, and 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 this isn't somebody who's powered, so it's not like she can come back to life. She's not gonna get better, right? And it's still one of those things where it's like holy crap. But yeah, I, I when it comes to I mean I can't say the boy who collects Spider Man. Because yeah, I mean most people Exactly so I mean they're just There are stories where I think about Spidey stories that, or my favorite Spidey stories Are stories that you know I would like other people to read I that, That's kind of where I'm going to lean
0: Cool Wow I don't know um, I really love The original Clone Saga the the one that resulted oh, yeah. with, with with Peter dumping the, the clone's body yeah, down, down yeah. The, the chimney, um, Doctor Warren, because you had the jackal and the grizzly in there, and and when when Gwen came back, that was a big deal back then because they weren't in the habit of doing that. Sure, uh, how many issues was it after uh, she died? Must have been at least thirty, possibly more. Right?
1: Uh, it was. Was she, she down
0: she, she like around 120 or was it before then? It's like 126, isn't it? I don't know. I don't I don't. I don't remember numbers. All I remember is 135 because it's got the balls out. One of the best covers ever on Amazing Spider-Man. Um, but no, I, I really like uh, Giant Size Spider-Man number four with the Punisher. Oh. Yeah, amazing. I love that. Yeah,
1: Amazing Spider-Man 200. Return of the Burglar, Keith Pollard artwork. Um, mm. That is one of my favorite issues.
0: ASM 400 is really 200. great, too. Oh, well, no. yes,
1: yes. For you, yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Kill the old broad. Um,
1: oh, because, yeah, I, I, I like cardiac. I, I, I like, you know, the the, the Michelini and, and Eric Larson character, cardiac. He was one of the first ones to uh, use RSS. Yeah. <laughs> Because he had all his screens were set up, so as soon as like the news had a keyword, it, his screens came on. I was like, "That motherfucker had an RSS
0: catcher." You are, you are, Mister IT to the core. Man. <laughs> Dude. Oh man! You know, uh, I, only- while <laughs> we're on the subject of of Spider Man villains, you know who I absolutely hated, and and they th- it seems like in the nineties the they Rose? were. No, I like the Rose. Okay. They, they were using this character more often Hammerhead. than I, than. I, oh, come on! I love Hammerhead. <laughs> more, more often than I would I would like. Uh, what was his name? Swarm, the guy that was made up of the bees. Oh. I hate that character. So stupid. <laughs> it's just like, oh, Swarm. Oh no, Swarm. Jesus, no. I what? You didn't feel like drawing Carnage again this month? We're gonna put this thing in here. Swarm sucks. I would take Mysterio over Swarm. I like Mysterio. Any day. Yeah. Uh even the Lizard. Yeah. Least favorite Spider-Man villain. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean of the of the the classics. If I had to rank all the classics, I would definitely rank Mysterio higher than the Lizard. I just for some reason, yes, I I I I do click with the sympathetic edge to to the lizard's character but other than that he's a lizard you know what i mean yeah, yeah yeah but then i like hammerhead who's nothing but a good fella you know with a with a with a really strong head that's yeah, flat
1: was, <laughs> and, and now made out of adamantium
0: is it is really that's when was that
1: yeah uh, i believe the mccullough issues they mentioned
0: right it. when he the one with the kid the one, one where he, um, Hammerhead wrecks the house. I think so. Yeah, and the, the kids got as like one kid or more kids got killed, and uh, yeah, they just were there. I guess they were trying to make Hammerhead into a super badass.
1: I, I do remember that. Yeah, because I remember after after one more day, or brand new day, and and the Bacalo. I think Zeb Wells wrote those issues, but I remember there were a couple issues of where, um, I think there was a two-parter where Bacalo drew it and uh how and and it was mentioned about his adamantium bad self
0: while we're on the subject of, of spider-man um uh you probably saw me add this post to the the thread on our forum if if superior spider-man pans out the way people are or some people are, are, are saying it well i will definitely buy the book. Month Look in month mu- month in month out. If they're gonna if they're gonna take that kind of chance,
1: I've been avoiding rumors, so I don't know what it is you're referring to.
0: Okay, good, and I won't. I won't. Okay, but yeah, it's it. I I think it would be very welcome, and I would buy it. Wow. And, and that Ryan Stegman, he's pretty damn good.
1: Yeah, he's pretty talented, right? He is. He I mean, he'll weird be the, though. He'll be the first <laughs> a, person. He'll be the first person to tell you he's a talented some, bitch. But he's, he's, he's got
0: the chops. He's a little weird. I, I don't know. Oh, he is. is yeah. Yeah. The other person is in the photo, but uh, I think he he tweeted a photo with him in the studio, and there's Watto from the the prequels flying next to him, and it's got some guy's head on it. It is the creepiest damn photo. Did you see that?
1: No, I'm gonna have to look it up.
0: Yeah, it's it's I, I laughed because Stegman just has that wide eyed look that he always has when he's you know mugging for. It's funny. It's very funny. But anyway, we you know we should call this um, somewhat of a day. All right, dude. Yeah, right. Keep it in line. Two hours. That's a good episode for a good episode length for an episode they didn't think they was going to get anyway, right? I hear that. This episode of uh, 11 o'clock comics has been brought to you by discount comic book service. DCB where you can get massive discounts on your favorite funny books and collectibles delivered right to your door by a costumed custodian of the FedEx service. <laughs> Keep it relevant. Um, they, they're really the best. I, I spend a lot, what I consider a lot of money on comics, but if I did not get them from DCBS, I probably would not be able to do what I do. I'll be honest. I wouldn't because, you know, uh, IDW is capturing my attention lately. Three ninety nine cover price. Where the hell are you going to get them for like 35 40% off? Sometimes half off certain issues. You're not. You're not. You know what I mean? Those three ninety-nine issues add up really quick at cover price. Not at Discount Comic Book Service. They don't, bitches, because you're not going to pay cover price. DCBService.com. And in your travels, I'll keep it up with the IDW love. Grab a copy of the new previews, turn to page 152, and gaze at the beautiful covers by Ray Dillon for the Mars Attacks five-week event. I'm getting them all. All of them. Wow. Mars Attacks Popeye, written by Martin Powell, drawn by Terry Beatty. Come on. Wow. Mars Attacks Kiss, written by Chris Riel, uh, drawn by Alan Robinson. Mars Attacks Ghostbusters. Now, I haven't been buying Ghostbusters, but I'm going to because it's the Mars Attacks thing. Uh, Eric Burnham wrote it. Jose Holder drew it. Then you have Mars Attacks Transformers <laughs> by Shane McCarthy and Matt Frank. And Mars Attacks Zombies vs. Robots by, again, Chris Rial and drawn by Andy Kuhn. And there's a plethora of variant covers of this thing. For the Popeye, you can get a Miss Fury uh, variant by J-Bone. You can get an Opus variant by Berkeley Breathed. Wow. I shit you not. Okay? Oh, shit, I want that one. Uh, The Kiss Mars Attacks has a Judge Dread variant by Greg Staples. A Star Slammers variant by Walt Simonson. The Real Ghostbusters has a variant by Rob Guillory, artist of Chew. Uh, there's a Madman variant by Mike and Laura Allred. This is crazy! The, uh, I don't usually dig on variant covers, but I'm, I'm hoping that they collect all these things uh, in whatever, um, compendium these things finally are published in. Uh, The Mars Attacks Transformers has a Spike variant by Franco Uru. A Strangers in Paradise variant by Terry Moore. This is Mars Attacks Strangers in Paradise, David. Um, The Zombies (laughs) vs. Robots has a ROG 2000 variant by John Byrne. And a Cerebus variant by Dave Sim. That's that's nuts, dude. It's crazy. That
1: is, that's cray cray.
0: And I love every minute of it. Bob Breetal um, was uh, had issues with this whole event, and you got to understand that, right? Uh, it is a bit extreme, but extreme is what Mars Attacks does. I mean, it, it the the concept is 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 goes to extremes back in the day publishers went gaga with mars attacks image mars attack savage dragon uh there was there was a ton of mars attacks books so it, it is in line with you know the history of the, the the franchise but i gotta say it is a little bit extreme but you know what i don't care because i'm buying it see it doesn't apply to you if you are interested if this right. was if this was a five week you know um dc yeah, a five-week Batman thing. I'd be like, "What the frig, boy!" Talk about take advantage of the marketplace. But you know what? I'm a hypocrite, and I admit I am. Uh, for Mars Attacks, I'm I, I'm all in, all in, baby. Yeah,
1: you is. Yep.
0: Crazy. So, one fifty-two is the page. Just look at them, and I bet you, if you look at them, you'll buy them.
1: So well, I'm glad I don't have it. previews then. My wife is yeah. glad I don't have
0: previews either. There you go. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, in your travels, I have a movie. I don't have a comic this week. That's cool. Um, uh, this is actually for Jason because I asked him this morning if he had seen this yet. He said no. Um, he's interested in it, but he wasn't sure if he was going to. I told him I highly recommend it. This is the this is another movie that Renee said, "Oh, this looks cool. I want to get it." And as we're watching it, she's screaming and going, "Oh my god!" And
0: the horror movie? Sort of. Wow. It's,
1: well. You might scoff if I were to say this was a horror movie. I would
0: never scoff at you, under any circumstances. Well, not at
1: Renee, anyway. Um, I like my balls connected to my (laughs) body. (laughs) There we go, good man. (laughs) Uh, This is the second movie we've bought recently, and, and after hardly buying any movies at all this year. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter.
0: Ooh, I heard good things about that.
1: This was... Pip, this was absolutely from from start to finish i was i was all about it i i could not look away i the vampires the makeup they the the vampires look intense They, they they look unlike any vampires i've ever seen in any movie i mean they have they have more teeth than and it looks like they have teeth coming out of their face. It it's crazy. And, cool. and they're all like drooly and spitty. Like like as if they're Rottweilers. And and it's but um yeah. I did not know Rufus Sewell was in it, and he is. And he's he's great. Um uh, 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 Benjamin Walker plays Abraham Lincoln. He's fantastic. You have Dominic Cooper, Anthony Mackey. The, the the cast is, is fantastic and I'm 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 chuckling at you know at the Little Easter eggs, like, you know, when when, when, when Lincoln meets Mary Todd and and um <laughs> And it's, it's, there are just, I mean, and it's, and it's, they played straight, straight down the middle. It's, it's not a comedy. They're not, it's, it's, you really, I mean, you know, yes, it, it's a movie about vampires, but, you know, you seriously look back at this and go, it, it just, it works. It's, it's, it's like Forrest Gump where they just kind of like, you know, although better, it's not like, you know, where he, they, they, they kind of just try to shoehorn him into pop culture or things that were happening at the time this this is just like you know it. this is what what happened to lincoln's mother and and why abraham decides to do what you know hunt vampires and and it's it, it just works it's it's well written i thought it was i thought it was well acted i enjoyed it immensely and it was and while i was at work and, and charging my devices i i it was another movie that i downloaded into my ultraviolet collection so that if if we had to watch it if we if we were without power and felt like watching it we we could watch it on the laptop so um it's i i recommend it i i thought it was great fun we will be watching it again real soon I'll, I'll be bringing the dvd with me down when we visit dad for thanksgiving because he'll probably get a kick out of it um
0: look at you yeah, no, it's
1: I oh, got it. I mean, we well, I did the same thing with Despicable Me, which is why we buy like we usually buy the multi packs. We'll we'll buy the Blu-rays for us at home, and then we'll we'll buy the version that includes the DVD, so that this way, family or or friends, or if I want to let somebody borrow it, they can borrow the version. I really don't care if it gets beat up. So
0: yeah, that's what I do with the kids. I give
1: them the Blu-ray. Oh, perfect, ha- right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, Abraham Lincoln like Vampire Hunter, get it? It and and the Blu-ray has a um. A, a uh animated version of the, they call it the graphic novel but it, it's, it's yeah it's it's pretty cool it's i, I haven't finished watching it because then um i was turning everything off the generator and whatnot so I didn't, I didn't finish that part of the disc with the making of and all the extras but um the animation was pretty cool
0: a lot of extras
1: uh there's the music video by limp biscuit there's the uh uh, no, there's there's the making of with on location and and a talk to uh, Tim Burton had a hand in producing it. No kidding. Yeah, um, actually, most of the people who gave you that uh, the feature Nine, which I haven't seen yet, right? Um, it was pretty much that same production company.
0: Oh, good. Yeah, um, I like Nine.
1: And and I believe the author of Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter is the same guy who wrote the Pride and Prejudice with Zombies book. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: So he. uh, Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna get it it because I mean, I think you 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 mix mix horror and exploitation. And how how can I say no?
1: I mean, and 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 Renee and I were talking about you know on the ride home. I know you kind of like that. You know, you 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 enjoy the horror movies where you know there's someone in the room but I don't see nobody. And why why is that body floating? Or why what, what happened to the bed covers and shit like that? I mean, you know, when 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 you don't see something. You enjoy that, whereas that kind of freaks us out a little bit. But like, if if Abraham Lincoln thinks he just shot somebody in the head, and then turns around, and then there's the vampire right next to him, she'll jump. She, like, she'll, oh,
0: that's that's old school scare. And
1: that's right. And and, yeah. and so and but I mean, but she she's she doesn't like horror movies, but she'll she, she's cool with the science fiction and and horror to a degree. I know Van Helsing wasn't scary, but she she likens. This movie to Van Helsing, to Underworld and and, Only and It's probably good. The, it's, exactly, yes. Yeah. It, it is definitely good. But no, I we, we will be watching it again. I, I enjoyed it a lot. So I'm that, trying,
0: speaking of horror. I'm yes. trying to I'm gonna make an effort to go to the actually go to the movie theaters this weekend. Because I wanna see uh The Bay. Barry Levinson's new movie. Oh, I didn't heard about this. Watch the trailer. The Bay? Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Should I watch it before I go to bed, or should I wait till
0: tomorrow? Uh, I I wouldn't. No, <laughs> it's it's another one of those found footage things. Oh, okay. It's it's about there's a parasite that they find in fish, and the, the parasite jumps species from, and they're like these little tiny tiny slugs, but they get bigger, and and the the parasite jumps from fish to humans. Oh, it's nasty. It, it's it's the the trailer is very disturbing. <laughs> wow, I will be there. Yeah, you if I would. can get out, if I can get out, yeah, that's awesome. I love Thank my you. horror. Ah,
1: oh, I miss my boys, man. I hope tomorrow, next week, we are all back.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean,
1: not that seriously. I mean, this was fun. Sure, wow, go come it. on. But I'm. I'm. glad I was able to to help out and 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 weigh you down because I'm sure you would have been flying you if you kidding were kidding so so
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't even want to think about what it would be like if I had to do it by myself.
1: <laughs> You'd better be no. DJ. And now here's <laughs> the next album by uh
0: Chris would be like uh the the unheard episode of eleven o'clock yeah, I know he would never listen to that shit. I would yeah, no. That's okay. It's all right. We did a good thing. We brought it home. You Kept the streak going. And we will be back next week. Yes. The I'll usual time, house. hopefully with a full house. If you get a chance, hit up Jason on the Twitter and say, "Hey, bro, how's it going? I heard you had a little bit of a uh, power outage. I hope you're doing okay." And just say hi to Chris because I don't think he, Chris had anything. Probably uh, had a little bit uh, of Ajita. Chris,
1: Chris yeah, he probably did. He probably ate something that uh, you know, he probably curled too hard or something. Or but he, um, he, you know, I th- yeah, there are times where actually, you know, I. Props to Chris because he called. He called me. I want to say he called me Saturday. We were driving home. Saturday we were. Renee and I ran to um, Home Depot. We were picking up um, uh, like rubber sealer. I mean, she she sealed the shit. Out of, out of, uh, out of our base. It's warmer in our basement right now than it is in the rest of the house. She, she sealed every crack, every place that, that, that air was coming into the basement. She, she. Really? By herself? Oh, she, she's a, cause she can get behind all these little, our house is on a rock. So there are places where I just don't fit. So she's able to get in all these little crevices. She, she had every, and, and so she noticed all the spots that, uh, that water would come in, um, in the past, and, and if the ground gets too saturated, where it starts to seep in, and, and, and I know what we have to do under the deck now, but, I mean, whoever built this house, I can't wait to find out. I, when I find out who built this house, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure no one hires this company, ever. Really? And I Man, the, the, dude, I wish I could. I will take pictures, man. The outlets are upside down. The vents are in the wrong... They, they This house is built at the bare minimum of code. They they cut every corner they could to still make sure that that that, that it would be certified and pass inspection. Don't oh, it, be telling me that. It's it's nuts, and and I mean and we know this, but but things have been more evident as the years have grown on. And and uh, so in any case, um, so Saturday on on one of our drives back from Home Depot after picking up a few more things, Chris called me and he was asking, him, how you doing, everything gonna be alright, and and you know he's assuring me things are gonna be fine. And and I the days leading up to. Before Monday, I I don't eat when these things happen. I just I, I get anxious. I get I, I I get tense. I just I I'm expecting the worst because I don't know. Obviously, I was without power for how many days, so I know when things can happen. I can be out of control for quite a while, and and I just I don't like the not knowing. I, I'm, I'm okay once it happens, and I'm like, all right, now we have to now we have. To you know, take the next step and we have to figure out where we're going from here. All right. We have, we have gas. I can run the generator. We can do this and this, and I'm, I'm in control now, but not knowing when the power will be restored. Now, there are just things where I find it hard to obviously it's, I'm not in control, but I have to just let it go. And so the the days leading up to this, I was a wreck. I was, you know, I, and, and I mean, so, and, I, well, I even told you guys on, yeah. on the, the messages, but so Chris called me Saturday, assured me everything was going to be fine. We're cool. This is great. You know, if, if, if I need anything. Get him. And no, I mean, he was, he was great. I, I definitely, and, and he, he was even saying, you know, I can, I can, I can hear it through your earpiece that, that you are just that, that, that you're tense and that, you know, and, and, but he, he helped. He absolutely helped me. And, and, you know, and I was, and, and, it, you know, you, you were fine. Once, once I knew you were cool, I was relieved. I was, I, it, I was, I was bummed about Jason. And I mean, but at least, you know, the whole Wood clan are fine. They're happy. They're healthy. Everybody is good. And, and, yeah. uh, you know, and, and, and I know his, his utility company. I know, I know in Jersey that, that, you know, that they're kicking ass and, and, and they're doing what they have to do. And, and, you know, unfortunately, I have who I have, but, you know, I mean, we're all the the, the people who, even my, I, I have, I have an aunt and uncle. I have a couple of aunts out on Long Island. One in Merrick, they're still without power. So, I mean, I know that, I I know people who have been affected more than I have, and and it's just it it was nuts. But you know, yeah. we'll,
0: we'll we'll get we through. We shall that. survive. Absolutely. Right, and uh, don't forget J.K. Woodward. I'll put the links uh to the uh everything that we uh I mentioned in the at the top of the episode on the new episode thread uh, yeah. you can find the forum at Bulpin
1: dot com slash forum or eleven oclockcomicscom dot com.
0: Yeah. Reach out to uh JK. Could you use your and, help.
1: And our our pal Joey N actually started a thread help out JK Woodward. So you could find there it you There you go. And we'll have the link in our show notes, but we'll also uh Point to this threat yep and Bob Retall already bought a page look at that look at Bob there's a pretty funky cover to uh, the Poe comic I, I like the cover to issue number two I wonder if I can swing that hmm there you yeah. go maybe, maybe like the Poe in his house <laughs> yeah thanks for listening folks call me call
0: oh, David we love you so much we'll be back here next week like we said yes yeah. Recent everybody.
1: Watch, watch Abraham Lincoln by read the cult. <laughs> Water my uh, Text.
0: Uh Bye. We well, hey thanks to everybody who participated in the live tweet thing. You guys Tweet way too many questions and we can't answer them all, and I feel bad at the end of the uh, every week. I mean, that's the that's the double edge of this this EOC yeah, live true. tweet sword 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 that Smart, I, best I we we can't touch upon every question because there's so many good ones, and um, wish we could, but you all are awesome. You are you're the best. We really Favorite? do. the ma- one more the Matterman asks. <laughs> That's was Jason. That's for Jason. The Matter Man asks us, "What's your favorite anthropomorphic character?" Omaha oh, Cat dancer. Really?
1: Oh well, see, now there's Black Sad, but no, I mean that's the first one I think of is Omaha. Um, more so than Usagi Ojimbo, more so than the Turtles. Oh my God, dude, we watched, we watched <laughs> Metalhead, we watched Metalhead tonight right before. Right I didn't before. see it yet, dude. Oh, every time, every time I think I know which turtle, which character, whether it's Splinter or the Turtles, which character is Renee's favorite, another one opens his mouth and she cracks up at what they said. It's insane. Every time I'm like, "All right, it's Mikey." Okay, no, it's Donnie. All right, no, it's Raph. And it it does. She gets a kick out of every single episode, and she's digging on the theme song now. It's like I'm I'm sitting here watching it with a goddamn nine year old.
0: What's my answer? It's um Howard the Duck.
1: Yeah, duh.
0: Duck. Yeah. Yeah. It would be. Uh, followed by, uh, I would say, Cerebus, He's right? Doing, oh, yeah, okay. Even though he uh, shit the bed the, past, the last 20-ish or 30-ish issues, uh, I still love Cerebus. Neil the Horse. Oh. Neil the Horse, Arn Saba, who <laughs> became a woman, I think. Okay. Didn't he?
1: Didn't he? Oh, that's. We'll wiki that afterwards. i yeah, with each and and uh, but obviously that yeah I know that's not Arn Oh
0: um, No, no, that's um, Desert Peach is drawn by a woman. Yes. What's her name? Whatever. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have some. Go Google it right now. We can't leave. Self. We can't leave them hanging.
1: Oh, you to, oh my God!
0: I'll do. I'll do Arn Saba You do. Desert. Yep. Arn. Uh, here we go. Catherine Collins. Donna Barr. Donna Barr. Arn Saba became Catherine Collins. No shit. Yep. Arnold Alexander Saba Jr., born in 1947, now known as Catherine Shannon Collins. Oh, not not so much. Yep. There you go. I love Neil the Horse. That was one, um, remember when we did the, uh, way back in the day when we were talking about music? And, and sequential art and who portrayed music um, very well using only, you know, sequential art. Arn Saba did a great job with that. There was a lot of music oh, to, right. to Neil yes. the Horse. Right. Yeah. Okay. There we go. All right, so we answered another one. Uh, we'll get more in next week, I'm sure. Keep doing it. We love you. Uh, and let us know if you get tired of it because we'll stop doing it. We're not tired of it, but if you guys get tired of it, let us know. There you go. We don't want to stop, we won't, but we'll pretend. <laughs> <laughs> we take your, your comments seriously. We love you. We'll uh, see you later. Say bye.
1: Yeah. Bye bye. Night, uh, everybody. Chris.
0: Night, night, Jason. We'll see ya. Miss you. Call me. Yep. And they think they know you. Know you know. So one day they show you. show, you, show you. So no matter what they say, I go hard. of a militia. Bottles of the 150 poured over the Twisters. Broken bones, the pillars, Staten Islands, the illest. The biggest land landfillers, we creep like caterpillars. Love razors, dirty guns with a few bodies. Teach niggas how to walk again from the fucking shoddy. Six cents, six pack, six degrees of separation. My evil throat eye blinks with no hesitation. Dust bags, spoonfuls of sugar, help the medi. Go down smooth and steady, blowing the green deadly. Hem weed pops, isolated of hash bricks. Needle left stuck in his arm, died of a bad face. We still rock. Still dry drawers in the stove Got bread from back in the days, it's growing some old Tupac's back, my clock's back After the gun smoke, you screaming, where my block at? And if they know you, know you know till one day they show you So no matter what they say, I go on Hook so hard, he got the power to avenge ya. I go hard, herbal tea, kidney cleanser. I go hard, the White Howard. Lungs pounding hard, too much smoke in a chimney. Fire plus iron evaporates the enemy. Jason stat, man, mechanic, all mechanically. Right about now, I can really use some energy I go hard, like you never thought I could. One swing with the hammer, the nails in the wood. My this is so ridiculous forever continuous Venomous and dangerous misguidance they, they know you know you know so one day they show you show you so no matter what they say i go hard